In 2011, a crack podcast unit was sent to Colorado Springs by a court of snowflakes for being too good for the rest of the world. These men, and sometimes ladies, promptly escaped from the world of monotony to the podcasting underground. Today, still wanted by the SJWs of the world, they survive as podcasters of no fortune. But, if you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to the Geek Out Heroes. Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. And Miles. And there's no delay. <laughs> <laughs> we are all in the same room together now. And uh, I'll just insert it in artificially. That yeah, way it'll be, it'll, it'll everybody be fine. Feels at just, home. just wait for it and go. Uh, so, listeners, I, I, I know I'm, I'm behind on posting the podcast. I'm aware of it. I uh, didn't post last week's. We're going to post that one. Uh, or not last week's the the week before that that was uh that was when we actually had our playstation discussion to talk about the playstation uh presentation now we get to talk about the other presentations that came out because god there was a lot of them but we're not going to cover them as deeply because there's not a whole lot of stuff that we actually cared about in the whole thing yeah and there's a lot of titles and stuff like that it's a lot to cover if it's, you really wanted to sit there and go through every we, single we could thing. easily turn it into a four-hour podcast yeah. if we wanted to and nobody wants that to happen no. who's listening to us <laughs> who's even left listening to us because the last time i checked our downloads we have like two right i'm not even joking like we have two listeners that's it i'm not exaggerating so you guys gave up on us we totally get it uh that's all and, right. I like screaming into the void. In reality, <laughs> in reality, that's all we've been doing, anyways. And right. in in reality, that's that's not the reason why we do this. We do this just for posterity's sake, and uh, you know, for for our own sanity. In reality, so we can get shit off our chest, and maybe at some point, someone at the, some of these companies will come along, look at a, look at these, and say, "Hey, I'm not going to pay these guys for their advice, <laughs> but I am going to listen to it for fuck's sake, because that's all we really want." is to be listened to, even if it's to no one. But I will also take money if that's on the table. I almost spit my drink out. Don't do that. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> Anyways, so the stuff we're going to cover is going to be roughly stuff from the Ubisoft presentation, a couple of uh, 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 PC gaming stuff that's, that's shown up, and the Xbox presentation. Primarily the Xbox stuff, because that was the that was kind of the big show. We'll also talk a little bit about the uh, Nintendo uh, Direct that showed up, 
because there was a few things out of there that we're actually looking forward to. So um, we're going to try and make sure we're not going to be super negative on this one because overall, a lot of the stuff is still up in the air. We're not really sure where it's going. There's not a whole lot of things you can say, oh, that's directly this. This is too woke or anything like that uh, in the grand scheme of things because these games are years out in a lot of cases. Most of them can change within an instant. And uh, the games are going to be made regardless. They're going to be made the way they're going to be made. So let's, uh, let's take a look at uh, uh, Xbox. Let's start out with that. So Xbox came, they did their presentation. It was, it was a bit cringy sometimes. Um, I kind of wish they had just do- gone with like, the, the thing was, is like, I kind of wish they had just gone with what they had said they were going to do, which is like no CG trailers, no, uh, not, nothing that was just kind of like a, it's a grand overview of a game and we're actually going to show gameplay. Now they did show gameplay for some games, but some games they showed off like Fable. They, they showed off and I get that, it, that it's mostly just a trailer like, hey, we're working on it still. It's still going to be coming out. There's no real definitive data of when, but it's more of a trailer. It's more of the same akin to what they had originally present, or presented years and years back when they said they were going to be making one of it's just CGI, really. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah when they when they made that that uh, I guess you could say it's a promise of of not doing just CG trailers uh, for that that fest that showcase. The only thing I could think of is maybe they were, you know, skirting around it saying, oh, well, this is in-game engine footage or, you know, and yeah, that's about the only thing I can be like, all right, well, you're not you're saying you're not making just a CG movie. Yeah. For your trailer. It, it also can be argued that the thing they were trying to get across was because they did get in trouble for it. The last time they had their presentation of most of what they showed was not actual in-game footage. They didn't show really any in-game footage right. for a lot of stuff. It was just mostly just announcements and we're still working on this and that kind of stuff. Uh, and I think, you know, their big one was halo at the time and that we all know how that turned out. Right. And I mean, with with any showcase, I always want more gameplay. Absolutely. And and I think, I think it was more for them. Like it it might be the along the lines of like, we, we want you guys to be rest assured that there will be some games shown that there will be games shown with actual gameplay being shown off too. Right. So, I, I, I'm just trying to come up with the, the reasoning or the argument that could be made of why, why they worded it the way they did. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody could have, like, I don't think the, given what they were showing off, there's no way they could so say in their right mind of there won't be any CGI trailers at all of just trying to say, of, of more than just trying to say, like, we're actually going to show you guys some gameplay. Like, it's going to happen. Just kind of stick with us for a bit. Don't, don't just write us off right away. And to anybody ever like are listening to this and, and saying, oh, well, it did say captured in game. And they, they explicitly said that the game was captured on the Xbox Series X. That's great. It's still a C. It's still a, a pre-rendered uh, imagery you're seeing. And it's still not actual gameplay. You know, by that logic, I could actually say that a pre-rendered cutscene is uh, completely captured in engine and completely captured on the Xbox that that would be a complete fallacy it's 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 not actual gameplay you're not seeing the actual game running in real time you're not seeing someone playing it on screen it's still a pre-rendered trailer it's still a trailer that will likely be maybe the opening sequence for the game and that's nice and all but you're not seeing the actual game you know they they start out with with the cgi stuff which is you know which is fine they most of that stuff is is years out anyways from when they're going to be actually coming out with a game like fable um fable seems to be more of like since they're just taking the name fable it looks like it's going to be more of like a reboot of the series 
Hopefully it's not a reboot of the series for a more modern audience, although that's been thrown around quite a bit. Right. Um, since the uh the trailer's release. That's always a that's always a a negative for for any gamer, but I'm I'm gonna go in with the hope of the best intentions and that what they're gonna create is just something that's gonna be fun and uh have a lot of the same spirit of the original fable and yeah, have a lot of humor and stay true series. to the fable series. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, it doesn't need to be connected in all reality. There was a little bit of kerfuffle going on between back and forth was th- that we talked about personally. We said we thought it was kind of weird of like we understand one side and and we we get it like there are plenty of gamers out there that are kind of were or kind of tired of the what they call the uglification of women in games. And it's this whole thing of like you have to make women look more butch. You have to make them, you know, more stoic, more manly. It's the equivalent of the well, strong female character from Hollywood. It's to reflect their sports. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going into that. <laughs> not today. Uh, that's, we don't have a podcast long enough for this. Uh, but I, I get it. There, there are plenty of female gamers that I know that are tired of that shit too. They. I, I knew people who were upset at the fact that like they felt like they made Aloy look uglier in uh, Forbidden West, which I have to agree. She is just she's definitely more rounded faced and uh, not as not quite as uh, Aloy as she was yeah. before. Um, and uh, there, there are plenty of gamers out there that are that are kind of pissed about that. And they saw this trailer and they saw the same thing. They were like, you know what the hell is with the main character? Why, like, why'd you make her look so ugly? The argument is being made and it's kind of incorrect of, Oh, well it's the middle ages. Women didn't wear makeup. Not true. Uh, makeup has been around since the Romans or since the ancient Romans like that. That's been a thing for a long, long time. Uh, it was usually more of a status symbol and that's true throughout history. So you could make this, the, the argument of, well, she's not a noble. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll go with that. But if you look at the character model, versus the person that's modeled after or after mm, like yeah. yeah not not one of these things just is, is not like the other <laughs> yeah they hit her model with an ugly branch from the yeah. tree yeah she 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 went a couple of rounds with mike tyson and that's what you ended up with uh, so i get i i, I understand that the people were who are going well why can't why couldn't you make well you couldn't even make her look like the actual model like you guys couldn't even make her look look pretty so you know this is this is a, a like they they see it as like a conspiracy the conspiracy against women right. in in gaming. I don't know if that's the case. I know it it doesn't help when you have things like Dove piping in and going, "Oh, we're supporting women in gaming by making the ugliest fucking characters possible right. with Unreal Engine." Uh you know, I I personally I saw that and I was like, "I can't wait to like Wheels is my new favorite character. Like she's <laughs> going to be the greatest." Um no offense to that person in real life, but come on, really? Right. Like, do do you play a video game? Like, let me let me ask you, you guys, listeners. Do you play a video game to play as somebody with a disability? Do you play a video game to play as someone that is that has more problems than you than you, or has your problems, or would you rather play as somebody who is a superhero, essentially, who is the better version of what you wish you could be? That's how I play video games. That's that that that's one of the things. Like I don't want to see myself represented in a video game. I want to be Superman. I want to be Spider Man. I want to be Kratos. I want to be these other characters. I want to experience a different world that I that is not mine. So I don't want things made for a modern audience. I don't want things made for 
you know, made for, hey, you know, this character has gout. Well, sweet. I'm looking forward to them running five paces and then collapsing to their fucking knees in pain. That'll be a great platformer. Like that that's that's not something I would want. God, I wouldn't wish that on fucking anybody. Right. I wouldn't wish that I wouldn't wish that on like I would wish that on the worst of worst people to get gout. No joke. Like I'm talking pedophiles. <laughs> like yeah, I hope all you fuckers have it. I wouldn't I you know, I wouldn't want somebody to have to experience that. So why would I want that in a video game? I wouldn't want somebody to experience like you know, any, any of the problems that, that I've seen throughout the way, like, would you want a character that has diabetes? No, uh, they don't need to, I don't want them checking their blood pressure, their, their, their fucking blood sugar levels often while they're having a fucking fight, you know, hordes of fucking zombies or some shit. That's fucking insane. It would be really funny to watch somebody play a character with social anxiety, though. <laughs> that one would be pretty funny. You're just my dog at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the Sims when you just don't interact with them. <laughs> New quest pops up. Answer <laughs> so, your phone. So when you have all those things, it kind of dogpiles on it, and you have this group of people who are like, "I'm tired of this shit. Fuck you." It makes total sense. It's it's a weird choice for the trailer, given that typically, and I would assume for this fable as well, you completely create your character from scratch. You know, and that's it, the, that's the other direction I was going to go of the fact that, like, at the same it's, time, it's a pointless argument. Exactly. And, and what they're and what they're getting mad at is is it's a nothing burger. Yeah. Because. In reality, you can make your own character look pretty much how you want them, like however you want them to. Now, if you get the game and the they have preset models and the only set models you have are nothing but ugly, like ugly fucking people. Yeah, yeah, get mad, yeah. go for it. In fact, look at all you, all power to you. I'll join you. I'll join you. <laughs> I'll join you in in the mosh pit uh, in the mosh pit of protest. You know, protesting of like fuck this shit. I'm out. Well, I was hoping that uh, Hogwarts Legacy would make me just let me just make a mutant of a fucking child to go to attend that. Yeah, school. And it doesn't. It, and it doesn't. Yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, its presets are actually you know pretty decent. And yeah, I was gonna go full on Quasimodo and, yeah. and Harry Potter. Oh yeah, Hump and all that shit. Just because it would have been funny. Yes, <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's it, yeah. I just want I just wanted to point that out of the fact like I understand the people who are upset about it at the same time it's a nothing burger because you can make your own character. Yeah. And overall the trailer is entertaining because it's funny. And uh yeah, it it's it's helpful to see that humor in the in the in the trailer because I'm hoping that kind of humor carries over into the into the actual game. We'll see. Fable always did have some some pretty funny uh moments in it and had some good cheeky humor to it, so uh. Little, little disappointed to that it alludes to uh, killing off uh, Richard Iote though, because uh, that guy's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he so. was. He's he's a very funny character or a very funny actor, and to have him as the as a giant, like what could possibly be the the main antagonist, right. even though he doesn't come off as a main antagonist, no. would be kind of funny. Yeah, you know. And what's really what would really be fun for me is if you know you by killing him, you're the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Am I the bad guy? You know. You're a home invader. Of course, you're the bad guy. <laughs> the uh, the trailer actually reminded me of that quest, and I think it was two where you have to go play the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons for the uh, the three wizards. I think I know where they they shrink you down and put you on the table. Mm. That's kind of what the trailer reminded me of. Mm. So I'm hoping okay. that the game is kind of in that direction. Either way, I. A, I was surprised they're making a new one, and B, the trailer actually gave me some hope that maybe they're going to try this time because 
three was not three was great. bad. Yeah, three was not very good. Two was um, decent. Three was bad. I think it was also helpful that you know you didn't have Peter Molyneux or Molyneux. Is that you say? Uh, on stage saying, you know, ridiculous bullshit like, your character's <laughs> gonna grow, you're gonna have them for 30 years, and you're gonna watch an entire acorn come out of the ground and become a tree, and, you know, it's gonna live its entire life around your, around with your existence, and you're gonna have grandchildren and their grandchildren and all this shit. I don't want the rapid aging to come back from yeah. like one. And I'm like, oh, I've been playing the game for two hours. I am 85 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is fucking retarded. Like, what the hell, man? Your 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 game systems are are fucking weird. Although I do hope that their uh, morality system still sticks with you can be a good person or you can be a mustache twirling caricature of evil. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would dig that. Dick dastardly. Yeah. Like I said, regardless, you're a home invader if you're if you're going to the guy's house. <laughs> Shut up. Where's my golden goose? <laughs> Where's the gold? Show it to me. Daddy needs gold. <laughs> You're holding a sword. It's a fucking like it's like it's like that's a fucking toothpick. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah. So, uh, but it was a funny. It was a funny trailer. I enjoyed yeah. the trailer. Uh, I don't like. I said I don't. I don't remember if it said in game engine. Uh, I don't think at this point it really matters because we all kind of looked at it and went. I mean, we all kind of looked at it and immediately immediately went. Well, it's not gameplay. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm I'm never sold on anything when it comes to game. Uh, reveals unless right. i've actually seen some gameplay of it yeah you know like i can see something and be like oh that's a really cool concept i hope it pans out you know i want to see how this works yeah well that's what i was gonna say for i, I can excuse no gameplay on an announcement trailer yeah because yeah. it's like the way i always interpret that is hey we're we're working on it and this this kind of almost was like the the, the real announcement trailer we, was the teaser we got i think last year year before you know so this is the most they've shown of any of it but yeah you know, it's just funny scenes. Yeah. So or presumably funny scenes. Um, so one of the, th- one of the other things they showed off, which is actually in game, which was actually in game was, uh, Forza Motorsport. Uh, they showed Forza Motorsport. That looks beautiful. Uh, I mean, obviously the, the engine being used for Forza looks great. They've really nailed down the look of it. Uh, this is kind of the only thing that's kind of making me, and this is more of a, concern for because i used to be really big into sim racers but i'm not so much anymore because i kind of i don't have the time to dedicate dedicate to a sim racer that's why i play forza horizon because it's more fun and i can jump into it and jump out but when it comes to sim racers i'm kind of disappointed or not really disappointed i'm i'm worried for that community because forza motorsport is dumping the number uh for just motorsport, which means it's going to be going to a service style game. It's going to be a perpetual thing. And that is a slippery slope for any game going into this. Now, if anything, racing games, sports games, these are the games that absolutely lend themselves to be continually just games as a service titles. Yeah. Don't know why they didn't do it sooner. Fucking FIFA, uh, which is no longer going to be FIFA now because they lost the license, whatever, whatever EA soccer is going to be. I think it's just EA football. Um, you're going to have, uh, you know, you have Madden, you have uh, MLB The Show. Like these games instantly lend themselves to it's a games. It could be a games as a service model. Yeah. Now there's an even slippery slope for them because EA's decided to bring back NFTs with uh, with with their sports games. So good luck to that community. Uh, you guys are going to keep NFTs alive because I guarantee you that's going to fuck you over. Um, and you won't have any really have any choice. 
but with 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 regards to other games of service you know shooters and stuff like that that doesn't obviously that doesn't lend itself so easily because you know even destiny struggles with that yeah versus sports titles that yeah absolutely this should be games of service model like i'm surprised you guys didn't do this sooner so the slippery slope of it that is though they can over monetize the shit out of it and yeah. that's where it gets kind of sketchy of like is motorsport going to become a you know is it going to be a 70 dollar game that you end up having to pay more for in order to is it going to fast track you or are they going to do season passes are they going to like all that stuff's going to get in there 20 dollars every six months just to keep up with the game yeah um are you going to be allowed to play online anymore with other people if you don't pay the service fee? Yeah. In other words, I mean, you know, in a sense, uh, you know, much like a, sorry, really quick, much like destiny Two uh, PVP players, like they kind of have to pay for the season pass, even though they're not really using it Yeah, just so they can play multiplayer or continually. Yeah. They're paying a hundred dollars yeah. a year, essentially. Yeah. It or, comes down to <laughs> what, what kind of level of support you actually give the game. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've made that argument before with like Warframe. Yeah. You know, it's to us, it's the most successful, you know, live service game that's out there. Yeah. It's and, free to play. Everything's included. You don't have to spend a goddamn diamond diamond in order to do anything in that game. Are you encouraged to do so? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but you're not pressured but, to do it. It's yeah. not like, oh, you can't possibly accomplish this without yeah. buying this or yeah, you can't access these planets. Without exactly. This. It is a 100% free to play model. Yeah. So. I mean, uh, you, you can look at, a, a, especially as it goes to racers, even though it's not really technically a live service game, but it's constantly supported, yeah. is uh, Mario Kart. You know, as much as I don't really like this pre- previous Mario Kart because it's, you know, affirmative action racing. But uh, <laughs> how is it? A fr- oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah because it, it handicaps the it, shit out of first place. It handicaps the shit out of the first place. Yeah, I know there's yeah. no skill to it. You yeah. just luck of what you uh what blue you shell goes to the last yeah. guy fuck you first first yep. place uh but they constantly do new tracks and racers and modes etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah and i think they had another announcement for some more stuff and you know it's continuously supported you know so that that sense it's yeah. it's successful in its own right yeah um yeah it's 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 something that that they just have to be careful with yep. in reality yeah real easy to fuck and up. it's really easy to fuck up they, they fucked up with with uh sports and motorsport 7 uh that was the last one listeners and that was because of loot boxes so if something so easy as loot boxes can get fucked up in right. a in a in a in a title like that where loot boxes should be kind of just a a uh, a prize really i mean it's, it's like an you know like basically like purely an in- optional yeah, like no, an engram yeah from from freaking you know destiny it should just be like no oh you, you, you got this it's no real no real impact on gameplay you know best of luck to you without completely one lopsiding the game screwing over the player or anything like that but they screwed that up because they ended up making them pay to win mechanics like a lot of things well and they kind of did the same thing with what what was the 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 one that really screwed it up on uh, playstation was that gran turismo Oh yeah, you know where yeah. they had the stupid cafe and yeah. shit. They had the they had the cafe. You had uh, and they had overpriced vehicles. You could pay real money for, which was fucking insane. Yeah. Um. Supposedly they they fixed a lot of that stuff and and made it more accommodating to players. Um. But that was enough for me to never want to touch Gran Turismo 
Yeah. So if, if that happens on this end, that would that like fucking up, you know, fucking up that and making it a over monetized mess is enough for me to not want to play a game anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm already there with destiny. <laughs> uh, I, I should have been there a lot, a lot, a lot sooner listeners, but, uh, I was willing to kind of give them the benefit of the data. Like, Oh, you know, it's still, it's, it's still fun. It's, it's and, and it was for a while. Because yeah, they've had they've had successful DLCs and, yeah. and seasons, yeah. But over the last couple of seasons, it has turned into a shit show of just over monetization and literal pay to win mechanics with season pass content. Yeah, uh, like that one thing that you unlocked recently that lets you turn your gun into a uh, uh, a, a deep type weapon. Deep weapon, weapon yeah. that lets you re you know reconfigure it and shit like that. Yeah, like fucking Christ, are you kidding me? Like that that was the insanity like, that I was like. Wait, you, you you can't earn it any other way other than with the season pass. Yeah. And when you get it, you can turn any weapon or any weapon that at least has that slot into a deep sight weapon. That's Which the only bonkers. reasoning for even doing that, as far as I'm aware, is just for uh, not dismantling it, but breaking that aspect of it down. So you get the pattern, hopefully. So listeners, originally, I, I did not really fully understand how this thing worked. And Miles is actually correct. Uh it's a weird thing, but the, the currency that they've added for the season is you break it down. It gives you another deep sight pattern to break down again. So you get two out of it for each time. So it's essentially it's being used to fast track to a pattern, which is still, that's, that's still a pay to win. That's still a, you're, you're getting something quicker than you normally would. And you'd normally have to work for, or in this case, grind the hell out of just to get a hold of. And it's the it's an incentive to try and get you to get the season pass because if you get there if you do the free season pass it's only you get three if you get the actual season pass which is paid for which is now twelve dollars now uh, and we could go into the monetization of that in, in truth if you guys want to know everything that's going on right now with it uh, watch uh, Aztec Cross's video where he analyzes the current state of Destiny and the over monetization that's taking place uh, it's great video absolutely recommend it if you if you buy the season pass you get three more so it's the it's incentivizing you to buy it so you get six so you can fast track a pattern even quicker it's complete horseshit yeah it's fucking insane i was like this is bonkers like you want you you have to do this over and over and over again with the same weapon just to get this thing to unlock in the deep site that's fucking just just to customize it the way you want to and there are tons of people out there like I'm not I don't have the season pass. Yeah. I don't have this. What the fuck? I can't do this. Like all my hard work doesn't mean shit now. So they're like they they might be sitting there going, "Well, it takes out some of the grind for you." Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, it's 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 gotten really bad like I, from the fact like uh, the what I can't remember what, what weapon it is in the uh the season pass this season, but there's there's like a god roll in there. That's bad. That's where that's where things have gotten bad mechanics. Like you are now implementing paid win mechanics essentially into your game that were never there before, and that's something that that Forts is going to have to watch in the future, right? Yeah. But it looks fantastic. Hopefully, it plays fantastic still, and hopefully, it gets the continual attention that it, that it will need over the years. And I think Forts of Seven kind of proved after they after they learned from their loot box, but uh, you know, debacle that they can continue to support this game that they can actually continue to support this game and they can actually do season passes and they can actually do this kind of stuff and make racing events 
Forza Horizon's kind of further proven that of, of what they can do with their seasons and what they can do with their incentive uh, stuff. So long as you're really attracted to that and you really want to keep doing it and you don't get bored of it, right? Right. And there are plenty of gamers out there and plenty of racers out there that love that shit. So I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best for them, especially because those fans are the ones that this is going to be for. Those fans are the ones that are going to want to play this and they're going to be the ones that are going to stick with it the longest. And hopefully Microsoft doesn't screw you guys over. Let's let's fingers crossed, guys. Fingers crossed <laughs> that this is a good thing, right? Um, is the is there any other kind of games you guys want to play or talk about? Because uh, I'm already on Starfield in my mind. So, <laughs> um, they showed off a bunch of a uh, bunch of games, especially uh, smaller studio games that okay. have my interest. Like my wish list on Steam is up to like 101 games now, <laughs> and like that's impressive. That's higher than mine. And like 20 or something of those were just from, you know, those showcases alone. Yeah. Um, you know, like you said, Xbox had plenty. Uh, even Devolver had good game uh, uh, footage for, for some of their titles. Well, I mean, even Xbox, like Xbox had stuff that I didn't even expect, like Liza oh, yeah. P. Liza P is going to be on Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, like right then, if if that game is as is, is good as I'm hoping it will end up being as a final product, that's enough for me to keep Game Pass. I mean, yeah. Let's do this. You guys are showing you guys are showing showing some of your worth. It's not an Xbox exclusive. Yes, true. But they did it. They did secure a good what what could be potentially a good game. Yeah. On that service. And almost everything, almost everything that they showed was going to is slated to be on Game Pass or already is or what have you. So, I mean, that's now I will say we we at one point had high hopes that that one of those was going to be Armored Core six mm. that's sadly not the case it is not going to be in game pass but uh you know we saw game they should gameplay new gameplay for that during during the uh, summer game fest stuff that game looks fucking amazing yeah like, it's gonna be awesome it looks so awesome anybody who's listening to this and, you, and you're going man i really like dark souls it is not a dark souls game you need to understand this immediately so <laughs> i i've played all of the games i think except for the first one it was very hard to get a get a hold of a copy of it yeah. back on the original PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, gameplay reminds me of uh, three, and they had like a, a spinoff. I don't remember the subtitle for it, but yeah. it, gameplay closely reminds me of that. Yeah, Miles brought up, brought up this uh, the last time he and I talked about it, uh, and I know I'm I'm bouncing us around. Sorry, listeners. I know it, it's it's hard to keep us on track of stuff when we're trying to talk about so many different things, but still uh, miles brought this up on the fact that it looks a lot like zone of the enders. And the, the, I thought that was a good comparison. And whatnot, it felt that's what it reminded me of. I was like, I loved that fucking game. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you, you spend more time on the ground than in the air, but right. the, uh, the air movement so, did kind of remind yeah. me of zone of the enders. Cause I, I played the shit out of both of those games. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really looking forward yeah. to it. Everybody keeps posting about how, uh, you know, oh, it, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be hard and only Dark, Dark Souls. Dark Souls was- with robots. It's not the same thing, guys. It is, it is much more fast paced for one. Yes, it is unforgiving. From Software games have always been unforgiving. And that's what I was going to say. Everybody thought that From Software games got difficult with Dark Souls. No, no, they've always been hard. 
Yeah, not not a that is not a Dark Souls exclusive. The Dark Souls formula did not become Dark Souls formula until Dark Souls came around because of the fact that it's you know Dark Souls is specifically it's 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 focused more on this is the uh, combat. It's a wait and make your move as you need to kind of style. Sekiro, I don't even consider that Dark Souls. That is you know that is a a completely different animal. That is more of what I what I consider a it's a FromSoft formula of whether it's fast paced or slow or or it's fast paced or slow paced there, you have to figure out the game mechanics of the specific game they've created in order to be successful. And that is the only way you can be successful because otherwise you will get your shit pushed in consistently. There is no button mashing. There is no like you, you suddenly decide, okay, well I can just go through and make any combo move I want. No, it is a, you have to figure this out specifically for this game style it's true for Sekiro. it's true for dark souls it's true for elton ring it's true for armored core and armored core is going to be a very different kind of animal it's going to be much faster pace you are going to be kind of on pins and needles while you're in fights because you're going to get surrounded easily if you can't control the fight yeah so you know how everybody that played elden ring was coming to advice for you yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to being that guy i'm sure it's going to happen uh, one thing that I saw in the gameplay was they did like the, the sensor ping. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that they'll give us the ability to do some kind of electronics warfare build. Okay. Because they've never the jamming and hacking. Yeah, they've like never had like, they had pieces that were, you know, jammers or whatever, but I hope they give us like actual electronics warfare capability instead of, Oh, you flip this on and then missiles just don't hit you for a minute. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, instead of just a buff. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know I don't know how like how that would work, but yeah, maybe. The the only complaint that I kind of agree with was you get your uh what they called the Estus flask heals. You never used to get those. Yeah. So it was you would build your uh your robot to have a certain amount of armor and that was what you got for the mission. Gotcha. So you well, have they've be, also they've also never created a armored core that was open world like this, right? And but, so, like, I and understand. I think, I think that's I think that's the compensation that they're that they're creating for it. Well, that's what I was going to say. I understand why they did it, but also, you know, I kind of understand why people are going. Oh, really? You're letting us heal in the middle of a mission? That's going to make it way easier. I'm like, no, that opens it up to be way fucking harder. Yeah, like. Y- Trying okay, uh, so for those of you who are not into um, their other games where they have these kind of mechanics, uh, when you heal, that slows you down. When you heal anytime, it it prevents you from doing whatever the hell you were trying to do. Or if you like, let's say you had an open opportunity for an attack. That's those are the choices that you have to make in any of their other games. That, that are from the, the Dark Souls to Elden Ring series to Sekiro of having to decide, do I take the shot, risking the fact that if I take the shot, the enemy could immediately come back and kick my ass, depleting all of what little health I have, or do I take this, this second to heal up, knowing that I'm, I'm losing the opportunity that I have right in front of me. And that's the shit that's going to happen in this, which is going to suck. Because those are those moments, in a, especially in a fast-paced game, those are those moments where you're going to make, I want to end this faster. 
I'm going to try and take the opportunity and it's going to fuck you over so many goddamn times now. I'm just really looking forward to launching fuckers off into the abyss. That looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Armor course Spartan kick. But I get like, I get what you're saying on the fact that like the idea of it was originally that you went on a mission, you set up your system, you set up your, your build. mech as yeah, your build as you know, you're going to have this kind of specific armor. I'm either going to go for mobility or I'm going to go for longevity of a fight. Like I'm going to hold out longer. <clears throat> and those worked, you know, that, that works in a, you're on this specific mission kind of environment that does not work in a game that is going for more of a, uh, and in this case, it's, I think they, they described it as a vertical open world. Yeah. Where you're essentially going to be put on large maps and you're going to have to try and survive longer. And the only way to survive longer is by having the only way you could do that is by having these, uh, you know, essentially S, you know, Estus flag or Estus uh, flasks to regenerate health or, or rebuild your mech or sections where you have to have these check, like, cause they, they've already said they're, they're not doing the, the rest stops. They're doing checkpoints. Yeah. So you go through, you do checkpoint, you do a checkpoint, which that's great. The way that the checkpoints work for most from software games is it's a checkpoint and it's going to be a long fucking time before you're going to see that again. So you're probably going to need the health yeah. <laughs> at some point. Uh, but it, it'll be interesting to see how, how that works and if it works well, if it doesn't, I'm sure that, you know, I'm sure they've done enough play testing at this point because they actually do play testing in their games. Uh, to know if it's actually going to work well. And they've shown it off to, uh, at this point, tons of YouTubers and creators and stuff like that um, in social media to show like, hey, this is how the game works. This is what it's going to work like. They did one demo presentation where Young Yao watched it and the guy playing it for for the devs actually died. Yeah. And wasn't supposed to. <laughs> he had made the statement of like, yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, but yeah, ended up dying and showed how that worked. And uh, they saw how far back it took him and it took him way far back. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, so uh, it's for a lot of people, it's going to be rough. You can't go into this as a Dark Souls fan thinking it's going to be Dark Souls. And you can't go into this as a armor or strictly an armor core fan thinking it's going to be the same thing as what you've had in the past. Because one of the things that they've talked about is the fact they're trying to make it better than what they had made before because the the last armor core they made was not great that yeah i was gonna say that's not hard to do because armored core 5 was hot garbage and that's an insult to hot garbage yeah that's and that's like let's hope that that's that's the route they go let's hope that they that they steer away from that and they make something good yeah and, and i mean like i said i watched the the gameplay and immediately my brain went back to oh this was like two and three which were the best ones yeah so in my opinion, yeah, it, there's a lot of people that really enjoyed four. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it looks freaking awesome. I love the verticality to it. Um the the thing that's the which is the thing that instantly sold me on it was the fact that I saw a mech get, you know, built and switched around and then painted, and I went, I'm fucking sold. Oh. I yeah. will learn I will learn to play this. You're <laughs> you're gonna have a lot of fun with the uh actually building your mech. Because every single part that you put on it yeah. affects everything else. So if you buy bigger thrusters, it's going to affect how much power that draws out of your generator. Yeah. 
which means you're gonna have to get a bigger generator, which means you're gonna have to upgrade this. So it's there's a lot of yeah, thought. There's, that there's goes actually into your thought builds. into it, yeah. It's and, awesome. I mean, there's a million different variations that you can put on it. Yeah. Um I'm hoping that I'll be able to build my uh I built one in three that had nothing but chain guns on it. Yeah. And I mean, they were all low DPS, but since I had like six of them on there, it would just melt everything. But once you run out of ammo, you're screwed. So gotcha. you kind of have to beeline straight for the boss and hope you didn't die in between there. And I don't know. There's a million different ways you can play this game. So yeah. it, it's even more open-ended than uh, Elden Ring was in that aspect. Yeah. Um. There was another uh, one of the games. I don't know if you wanted to jump on to a different game or not. Uh, I, there was I, one I that I was going to bring up. It's a, uh, and we had seen actually the initial announcement for it. I think last year um, was Banishers, which is that game where it's the uh, the couple. One of them is clearly a ghost. Yeah, but it's by like don't an action nod. RPG. Yeah, by don't yeah, nod. yeah, uh, yeah, and published by uh, Focus. Yeah, and they actually showed some stuff off for it, and it looked like gameplay. Uh, looked really good. I'm really looking forward to seeing how it turns out. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, it's a neat concept. That's the one thing. Like Donut does a good job of like creating neat or creating or creating concepts. unique concepts yeah. for their games, but they don't always nail the landing. Yeah. Um, as you know, as proof for me with with Tell Me Why. Yeah. Um, uh, was it Life? Uh, they did Life is Strange three, right? Or was that, did, or was that a different company? The Life is Strange games. I thought for whatever, for some reason I thought there were a, it was a different studio that did one of them. But anyways, uh, they also had another. They also had another uh, game, and I completely spaced the name every fucking time. I've seen it on Steam a few times, but there's another game they made where it was uh, like a supernatural um, uh, mystery where the character is trying to figure out what's like what what's going on around them. There's this whole kind of conspiracy happening. And uh when it came out, a lot of people were kind of looking forward to it. I was looking forward to seeing it and I and I remember I remember forgetting about it for a long time. Then I saw it on Steam. I was like, holy shit, I forgot this came out. And suddenly it's just sorry if you if you guys can hear my dog. Uh but but suddenly like I, I looked at the 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 reviews and re- the reviews were terrible for it like what the fuck happened and basically comes down to cool concept terrible execution i was like man this seems to be kind of like a a a running theme i felt that way with vampire with them um that that one had some promise and it just didn't execute story tanked Yeah. yeah just it just ends up becoming a uh paint by numbers uh storyline for a group of characters you don't care about yeah, not satisfying uh, yeah. gameplay in all reality. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> a, a game that should have some kind of moral compass to it of, uh, you know, each of your choices should be kind of important where you're a doctor that's also a vampire. And instead of it being something that should seem important, it really doesn't matter in the end. Um, so a lot, a lot of neat ideas, just not terrible execution. So I'm kind of worried about the same thing with this of a lot of really cool ideas, terrible execution. Right. It's not, doesn't mean listeners. It doesn't mean I'm not looking forward to seeing it. I am looking forward to seeing it, but I'm looking forward more to seeing what the reviews say about it because that'll end up being the main thing that gets me on whether or not I'll, I'll give it a chance. Right. So it does look really cool though. Yeah. Yeah. The concept is awesome. Yeah, uh, and uh, it looks like the, uh, the relationship 
that that they establish there looks really genuine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's forced or anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. The uh, the characters seem to have good chemistry. So. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a, it looks like you know a lot, like I said good concept. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but the other one uh, that I was going to bring up uh, before interrupting you and then interrupting myself as well <laughs> is uh, Clockwork. Hmm. Um, the yeah. one that basically just was Bioshock impotent yeah. from uh, uh, In Exile. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw that shit and I was like, "This is literally Bioshock." Like, the, yeah, I, you guys I, know that, right? <laughs> I, I laugh my ass off with the guy walking on the mobile red carpet. I was like, man, how fucking pretentious can you fucking make something? It might be the pre- most pretentious yeah. thing I've ever you're, seen in you're a game trailer. You're so pompous that you have to have this everywhere you go. I fucking love this idea. Um, to have this in a game. Yeah, it looks like it's a, it's, a, it's a good idea. It looks like it's basically a spiritual, the spiritual successor to Bioshock Eminent. And including time travel and, uh, you know, powers and, and everything like that. You know, floating city, all that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it regardless. There's nothing that says you can't use somebody else's idea and you say, I want to make something like that. Yeah. Um, so, so long as the developers don't come out and say a completely original idea, we're going to be like, mm, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it, it looks really cool. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And the fact that it's coming out of Game Pass, I was like, dude, solid. Another another solid entry. Um, anything else uh, jumping out at you? I say I got a ton of stuff, but there's too yeah, much to try there, to there, cover. It's, too, so. it's too much to try and cover. There's too much to to go over. But uh, and we've already gone for forty five minutes, and uh, we should probably move on to probably Starfield, um, which is the real the, that was the, that was the real reason why anybody showed up. Anybody was there? They're like, I want to see what Starfield looks yeah. like. Is does it still look like shit? Yeah, is Bethesda going to show anything? Are uh, they going to show anything else? Yeah. Does the smoke still run at you know fifteen frames per second? <laughs> uh, does the you know does the combat has the combat improved when you shoot guys? Do they actually react to the bullets rather than you know? Let's keep in mind the fir- the first presentation was terrible. I, I will I will say that. it was it was it was for me it was awful because of the amount of the amount of crap that I could just pick out just watching. I was like, this is not good. I, I, I had to watch it a second time to see any of the major errors uh, other than like the cross-eyed uh, NPCs and stuff like Cross that. Cross-eyed NPCs, bad frame rates. You yeah. had characters that didn't react to the main character when they, when they, but that, that initial on one them. intrigued me. Like I wanted to see them, you know, come out with some more on it, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. You know, characters that still can't run up a ladder still didn't see one fucking person go up on a ladder, no. by the way. No. Um, which means creation engine can't, can't still can't do that. Right. Uh, although I'll laugh, that's the first thing they show off in the opening of the game right. is you going up a ladder. I'll be like, oh my God, they finally <laughs> figured it out. Greatest game ever made. Um, no, but uh, I mean, you know, aside from the comedy of the fact that like, you know, they've had articles now out where Bethesda's made the statement of it's the least buggy Bethesda game they've ever made. I'm like, Jesus Christ, guy. Like, you realize you're you're not setting a high bar with by right. saying shit like that, right? So did they hire a bunch of modders to come in and fix it before release? Right. It's 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 kind of funny, like when that's the that's the stuff that you're using to promote your game. I mean, that's kind of sad. 
Well, but, I was wondering, I was like, are they basing it off of the size of the maps and stuff? Because it's their largest game, so yeah. it has fewer bugs per square <laughs> you know, meter or whatever. Yeah. Uh, based off of the technical specs and everything like that they've seen for the PC, that they're seeing for what the Xbox Series X can do, they're currently expecting it to run, and this is from Digital Foundry, uh, expecting, sorry, expecting the... <clears throat> the game to run at 1440p on Xbox Series X at 30 FPS. That's max resolution. They're not expecting it to run anything higher than that. Uh, on the Series S, they're expecting it anywhere between the resolutions of 720p to 1080p at 30 FPS as well. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a, I, I'm positive there's going to be a pretty gra- big graphical difference between the two consoles given the power difference on them considering rendering wise listeners this is not rd this is not a rdna2 uh ray tracing thing because there's no ray tracing in the game by the way anybody who's out there saying there's ray tracing the game it's full of shit they don't know what they're talking about uh pretty sure if you introduce that to the creation engineer it would fucking explode yeah Yeah. (laughs) um there's no ray tracing they've taken into account all their lighting all their lighting rigs for this game it is very specifically lit for every planet yeah. Um they they've they've gone through and done the no man's sky after check because they didn't want to have a a issue like no man's sky did of where it's making procedurally generated planets that create life that's derp. So they they've gone through and made sure that they have yes they have procedurally generated events and and stuff that happens on the planets but overall they've made sure that they've designed everything to be a, a, a full a fulfilling experience when you land on these planets they didn't want to have any surprises right um yeah and hopefully so, for the people that uh decide to play it on like series s for for example um hopefully don't have the same issue we did with uh uh cyberpunk when it came to series versus uh xbox one now Given its specs and everything that's happening, the procedural generation that's to, that it's doing in the game, I fully expect this game to require to be online all the time. Listeners, the reason why I say that is because I would not, it would not surprise me in the least if they were using servers to help with the procedural generation, to help with those calculations. You know, the stuff that's in the background that the system shouldn't have to allocate its own resources to that could easily be offloaded to a server to assist with. Um, that's the only reason it's, it's not something that I think has to happen. I just think it's something that I, it's just something I kind of expect to be a possibility. And that's mostly in regards to the Xbox series S not the X. And this will help them keep on a certain range of like what they can have play on it versus something like cyberpunk, which now has had to say with their latest update that they're coming out with. We'll talk about that in a bit of you can only play this on current gen systems and PC. It is not going to be playable on anything last gen. Now, with that in mind, keep in mind the Xbox One X is still more powerful render-wise than the Xbox Series S, which means it could probably play Starfield, you know, Cyberpunk relatively with ease. It's a very powerful machine. The reason why they're in for anybody out there listening is be like, well, why didn't they put it on the, the on those consoles? Because then they're having to make the stipulation of you can only play it on a Series X, a Xbox One X. They're, they're saying that only the X's can play it, which makes their 
a, a current gen console, the Series S, pointless, and it makes everyone who has a last gen console make the question of, well, why can't my Xbox One uh, Series S or uh, Xbox One S and then and my Xbox One play it? Why can't those play it? Well, because they're weak as shit. So in order to mitigate that, they've made sure that it's only Series capable. It's a smart idea. It sucks for anyone stuck on One X. Because now you're in the you now you're in the spot of I have to upgrade, and I'm going to tell you right now, anybody out there who's with, who's on an Xbox One X, do not get a Series S. If you are wanting to get a new Xbox, get the Series X. That thing is going. That thing is designed to be the mid-step generational jump. It is designed to instantly be the most powerful console on the planet. And they just get that. They just dropped the uh, prices not too long ago on the expandable hard drive as well. Yeah. So. You know, you're just going to be better off, you know, if future proofing yourself a little bit with that. Exactly. So uh, at this point, given how how late we are in this generation and how this generation is going, uh, I'm with Digital Foundry on the fact of not thinking that they're going to. I don't think that there's any reason for Xbox to come out with a mid step pro or anything like that. There's no reason for them to go beyond the Series X that they have. I don't know if we said there's, there's a it. question as to whether or not they should continue to have the Series S, but that's neither here nor there yet. Yeah, I don't know if we stated it in the last cast or not, but yeah, you know, ultimately it'll still wind up boiling down to if a if a console developer if console uh, thinks they can sell another system, they're going to do it. Yeah, you know, whether it's PlayStation in the end, that's or it. Xbox. Yeah, but is it likely? Probably not. Yeah. It won't help their developers out any. It won't help anyone else out any like in the end yeah. because all it does is just create another system that they have to cater to as well. Yeah. And you're you're likely at that point going to end up with another cyberpunk situation where you're catered towards the higher end and the lower end gets fucking fuck all. Well, especially since we, you know, we had all that component shortages, uh, like it would seem really frivolous to do that at Absolutely. But yeah, uh going going back to the uh the, but I was, just, I was just, yeah, I was just, I was just bringing up the fact, like you know, the, oh yeah, the, that because if you're, you know, if you're looking at upgrading for this game, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go, go with the Series X, yeah, please. Plus I think it's like 130 gigs right now is the the estimated size for what for for Starfield. I, I believe so. I think it's 130. Ah, I think it's 137. Drive. Yeah, it's a lot. What's really funny is a lot of people are like it's 137 gigs. I'm like that's small compared to what I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, and listeners, the reason why I say is because, uh, Jedi survivor was 133. So, uh, that, that, that's the full size on my drive when that thing is downloaded. And that game is not Starfield. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and digital foundry made a good point. Size wise, pretty much all Bethesda games, right. And Starfield certainly not going to be an exception to that is focus on a lot, a lot on object permanence. Yeah. You, know, you move something, it stays there. Right. Yeah, it's the reason why you end up with memory leaks for their uh, their right. save files. Right. Yeah. If you so, have too I mean, many of them, that can cause a lot of problems. Listeners, lot of you can look that up. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this uh, what they showed off though was uh, a massive step forward from from what we had seen last time. Oh yeah, tremendously. Uh, you had better. You had much like so the first the first time we said there was tons of issues, frame rate problems, like characters not you know NPCs not reacting to bullet fire and stuff like that getting, getting shot stuck in the sky enemies yeah, getting stuck in the sky like yeah. there's there's lots of stuff yeah and this time around a lot of that stuff wasn't in there there was 
you know, you had you had a pretty relatively, I should say, relatively consistent frame rate, although I noticed it every single time. Miles knows that because I called it out every single time. Yeah. Um, you could tell they were playing it. It said it was it said it was being captured on an Xbox. Mm. Right? Yeah, I think so. But you could tell that there were sections where the frame rate was much smoother than others. Uh frame rate would dip listeners every time they went into an open world. Open world frame rate was was sketchy there was a lot of frame time issues if you don't don't know what frame time issues that's the stutter uh that you get in the game it's where you have this small hitching that takes place as you turn yeah. or move around uh you can see it in the demo it's consistently happening and, I, and, you, and miles would hear me go frame rate yeah oftentimes it's because <laughs> something's you know loading in or what have you i mean we've we've all experienced it yeah. with fallout games and you know skyrim yeah. etc um that's yeah, te- also what texture makes- streaming shadow streaming like you know yeah. you know light, light, all that stuff can can accumulate and create those kind of issues it was yeah. one of the main issues in, in elden ring uh but for the most part it stayed pretty much at 30 fps and that was more important when it got to the shooting sections and when they had close quarters combat it was smooth yeah that was the thing that was important it stayed smooth and the combat seemed like it was very reactive so, but, but with the uh, the the frame rate, you know, occasionally jittering here and there, yeah, makes me think that they're still, especially since it's still the creation engine, uh, that they're still using the Atlas system. So, it's, oh yeah, you know, just globally lo- uh, loading in stuff within a certain distance of just yeah, you. It's, it's whatever you can see. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's like it, when when they first talked about that system like it was it was an interesting concept like it made sense made sense and, and it's very similar to a system that used to be in unreal engine 3 but it can be absolutely problematic yeah but yeah i mean the i i lo- i loved the the combat in it from what little we saw like uh, i can't wait to blow up some guys with their own uh, tanks uh, yeah. that's always fun any game i play that that's an option love doing that uh, yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter. The um, space flight mechanics look like they were actually really they, they looked like they were actually pretty decent. Now, the one thing that we have heard complaints on, though, is from other you know YouTubers and stuff like that who have said they've actually gotten to see it. And they said it played like shit. Right. Granted, that was. But that was, a, you know, upwards of a year ago. Yeah. So within a year, anything could change. And, and Bethesda's had a year to, to fix a lot of shit. And in all reality, the space flight and and uh, and. Uh, combat as as far as uh, space combat wasn't anything that was selling on selling me on the game in all yeah. reality but uh after well, this is more intrigued by space yeah i i love a good fucking space epic uh, <laughs> I, I was well, one of the first things i noticed uh, well i say first things one of the biggest things i noticed was the uh the conversation with the the main female npc that they highlight all the time i was like hey she's not crossing yeah, she's not crossing she doesn't have a lazy anymore <laughs> I was like, it's still not quite there, but yeah, you know, it's it's significantly better. And, yeah, uh, they and they brought back a fan favorite who's been in a lot of Bethesda's <laughs> games, a lot, a lot of Bethesda games. Uh, the guy is a big <laughs> fan of you every fucking time. Uh, well, well put together for that trailer. That was that was yeah. hysterical, and the fact that it ended with him pointing the shotgun. I'm like, yeah, that is literally everyone who's played a played a Bethesda game knows who the, who this guy is. They've seen him in every single one of their games. I think since I want to say Oblivion. I don't remember many of the fallouts, but um, you might be right. I only remember it from Elder Scrolls, but I remember, but I remember him in in at least Oblivion. I don't, I don't know about Maryland. 
I'm trying to think. It's been a long um, time since I played Morrowind. Super, but... super fucking annoying. God, yeah. he's annoying. Uh, he's but... always funny the first two times he shows up, and then after that, I'm like, can I kill this guy now? Well, I was speculating with Vargo. I was like, I bet you, I wonder if there's almost like an achievement for keeping him alive throughout, throughout your entire, entire freaking game. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, that, that, was a, that was a great touch. Uh, awesome job. Uh, Todd Howard you know, obviously has the, the ability to sell dirt to a ditch digger. Um, he's still one of the most entertaining PR guys I've ever seen. Just, you know, hear, hearing him talk about a game, he has, he has, he, he truly does get, get across a, a love for the product that he has, even if it's something that's not great yeah. to the rest of us. He has an uncanny ability to do that. And it does make you, even, even with the amount of they made, Fallout 76 guys they made Fallout 76 remember this remember this that you know that that kind of overhanging thing like remember they they fucked how many people over with this game like it almost makes you forget that because you're like he's so nice <laughs> I had to actively, he's a great con man I had to actively <laughs> remind myself that while I was watching the uh, the Starfield footage I was like this is still the company that made Fallout 76 but god Damn, do I want to play this? Yeah, yeah. not an actual con, con man. I don't want Howard Todd Howard suing me or some shit for that. Like, I just yeah. let, I'm just saying, dude. You, like, you, you can sell people a lot of stuff because you you do have this like genuine kind of uh, ex- excitement around uh, yeah. anything you talk about. So. I would laugh if he was one of our two listeners, though. <laughs> he's, he's like the only one. He's the only one, really. It's it's him and the other the his other computer that he downloads it to again. <laughs> Todd, uh-huh. thanks for listening to us. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, uh, it, you know, it, it looked, uh, it, it, I came off a lot better than, than I thought it would for, for what I was expecting. I was listeners. I was expecting dog shit. Um, I went in with massively low expectations. I'm still not super excited for the game, but I have better hopes for it than I did before. And even, you know, creation engine aside, I'm sure that's going to come with its own bag of problems. I'm wondering which character is wearing your ship as a hat in order for it to fly around the way it does. Uh, I mean, it it does look like it's going to have a genuinely fun atmosphere to it. I'm hoping the story is intriguing. I'm hoping it actually has. I'm hoping it actually has a story because I'd be really disappointed if it doesn't, if if it ends up being like another no man's guy, because. No offense, I, I get No Man's Sky, and I actually enjoy exploring in No Man's Sky, regardless of the amount of problems I had in that game. Yeah, and it's it's still a cool environment, and, and it's all about it's the exploration. Game. It's a unique game. I don't want another No Man's Sky. I want a right. Bethesda game. I want a single player experience. I want to be, I want to have a story that I can interact with, that I can that I can create a character in, that can be a pirate, that can be an asshole, that can be a sandwich stealer, that can be, you know, uh, that, that was funny to me, by the way. Oh, I lost my shit at that point with the, yeah. the presentation. Uh, that, that like, I steal hilarious. all the sandwiches. Uh, like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Let me <laughs> bring into somebody's house and stealing only their left shoe. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that just remind me of all the cheese wheels and you see people like going through the gameplays and that's yeah. all that's shoved yeah. into their it, house. It reminds yeah. me, it reminded me of, of, uh, my my skyrim playthrough where i stole every book i had i could find and i had a, i my house in uh and then he promptly it, set them on fire in, in the, the capital the the, the <laughs> home you you get in the capital that that was filled with books like you almost couldn't open up the door uh because i was just taking all the books in the land and anytime one would pop up i'd take it with me 
And, and I, I would literally drop weapons that like, I was like, I might actually use this. Nope. I would drop a weapon if it meant holding a book. That's what I did for with that all the, the nuka cola so, quantum and fallout. I was like, right? I'm going to make my entire wall radioactive. Yeah. <laughs> just slightly though. Yeah. Just that's that, that was the main lighting mechanic for an entire house. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's stuff like that. I'm like, all right, it, you're, you're selling me on the game more. And, yeah. uh, I think once it got to, uh, like the, the crazy ass customization, it goes for your, your ship. Right. That was pretty cool. I was like, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm actually excited. Now. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That's very dangerous for me. Listeners. Uh, the guys can tell it's, you it's the gummy ship builder in freaking. <laughs> oh, do you know what, do you know what I first thought of uh, the homestead builder in fallout mm, four? Yeah. Like that's yeah. dangerous for me. I'm like, you guys do know, like I spent, it's I spent 14 hours, turrets facing one yeah, direction. I spent, I spent hours creating, creating <laughs> like the most deadly fucking forts ever yeah. in those games. And I've never seen a Marlert queen shit themselves from a football field and a half away. There, that was, yeah, that was one thing for sure. There was fucking nothing coming into my settlement with you. It's just like, yeah, that's why I was, that's why I would always laugh at fucking Decker. He's like, it's like, there's a settlement that's in your, that's in trouble. They're fine, dude. They're, they're completely okay. I'd show up there and I'd, I'd get there within five seconds. Whatever was there was dead. Yeah. It didn't matter what size it was. Everything was gone. I was like, everyone in my settlement is okay. They just can't step si- step outside of the settlement. I th- <laughs> Otherwise, they'll die. I think he just wanted you to be there so to you witness could it. witness what was going on. <laughs> yeah. Mylark showed up and wanted me to witness it. <laughs> witness me. <laughs> <laughs> no. So originally, you know, we watched the trailer and the first one looked like total dog shit. And I was like, wow, I was actually excited for, you know, it sounded like a cool concept. And then you guys were watching all the, uh, the footage and granted I was at work when it was happening. So I yeah. went out for my lunch break and I saw that you were talking about how good it looked. So I went home and watched it again. I yeah, I'm getting this one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's included it's, with Game Pass. It, well, so. Josiah doesn't have Game Pass. Oh. So. Well, but, we can get you Game Pass. <laughs> but the, the thing again, it's just like you said. As soon as it got to the ship customization, I was like, like I can sold. finally yeah. play Han Solo. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. When somebody made the basically a giant Optimus and just flying through space, I was like, I did that. <laughs> I did that in 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 Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, it's retarded. The but space builder, yeah, the, the spaceship builder looks awesome. Um, I'm gonna there, spend there's there's the majority yeah, of my gameplay. There's absolutely that. some stuff to geek out for. The only things that I the only things that I keep you know that that keep me from being that excited for it is that is the old old reminder in my head of it's still Bethesda, right? And they they've still done some shady shit in the past that have made you kind of go, ah, this is not the same company it used to be. Keep that in mind. You could always be disappointed by it. So, listeners, that's the only thing that keeps me that keeps me from getting super excited for it. It doesn't mean that, that I'm not going to play it because I'm still going to play it on Game Pass. Now, here's the thing: if the game ends up being one of the best games they've ever made, all that does, and I'm I'm saying this mostly to Phil Spencer, all that does is reinforce that your consoles are worth owning, that your Xbox platform, Game Pass on PC, is worth owning. Yeah, it has value, and it shows. Every PlayStation owner who's wanting to play this, who has played Skyrim a thousand times, who have done all the, you know, who have, who have played every, every single other game that, oh shit, I actually do need an Xbox to play this. 
And yes, that is a console seller. It doesn't matter if it's available on PC as well. That is what you call a console seller that will sell systems. Yeah. So here's the thing I'm hoping for. Listeners, I am hoping that, that this is the best Bethesda game they've ever made. I'm hoping this is the best Fallout slash Elder, you know, Elder Scrolls slash, you know, new, new space epic that they could ever make in their style of play for a single player game. And that it is so successful that it shows Xbox that, hey, this was worth every fucking penny you, you put into it. It was worth every penny of, uh, of struggle that you've put into your consoles and trying to get them out the door and that people go, I have to own this in order to play this. And that's it. That's all I'm hoping for because I want somebody to put Sony in their place again. I want there to be the competition because right now Sony's Sony's riding high. Sony's at that point of like, we can do no wrong. Listeners, they're so they're riding so high that they can tell Square Enix, you're gonna make Final Fantasy exclusive. And Square Enix can't do anything about it because they have to sell their games. And their games have to be available on the most prevalent, you know, system out there, which is right now the X or the, the, the PS5. So if this can bring the Xbox even close to the PlayStation numbers, even, even halfway, that's a good sign. And that's enough of a threat for Sony to go. We need to back the fuck off a bit. We're getting a little too big for our britches again. We have, we have another, we have another company that's coming in and going, we're going to show you where you keep fucking around and find out. It's not because I'm a, it's not because I'm an Xbox fanboy. I'm not a play, PlayStation fanboy. I like competition because it keeps these, these companies in their place. It keeps them in a, in a point of we at any point could fuck up and our entire fan base could leave us if we aren't careful. Keeps value competitive, keeps uh, content competitive. Yeah. And with the amount of times that PlayStation is censoring other companies and t- enforcing other companies that are third party companies to, bend the knee to them you bet your ass i want to see some competition i want to see phil spencer stomp sony a bit in this generation i want to see them come back and be like yeah game pass is where it's at we're going to show you so you know i want i i just want i want that competition again i miss that because during the 360 playstation 3 era i will argue that that is one of the greatest eras in gaming because of the amount of competition between them back and forth. The fact that Xbox showed up and kind of showed PlayStation what's up to start with and made PlayStation really go, shit, we can't live off of our name. $600 is too much for a console. And we got so many games, so many games. Oh yeah. On both platforms, so many games and so many, not like, don't get wrong. There's plenty of bad games, but there was tons of really good games for both systems that it made it go. That it really made it hard to be like, I can't just choose one. Yeah. I have to have both these systems if I want to play everything. So let's get back to that. I am hoping that, uh, Starfield, uh, Ideally, would run sixty frames per second on PC. That is the hope. Yeah, there's, uh, we'll there, see. They, they haven't <laughs> talked about any 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 uh, any caps for it. Yeah. Um, I would be so here. Okay, so here's things for PC that it absolutely has to do. It has to absolutely be able to do sixty frames per second at least. It has to be able to do ultra wide display. Bethesda, please. I hope you hear that. And it's not because I own one. It's because the amount of times I hear it's from PC, you own one. 
Not really. I, I won't be playing. I won't be playing on the. On, I won't be playing on that. But it's the amount of times that I hear the PC crowd every fucking time a new game comes out. There's no ultra wide support. And I said they're going ultra wide. Ultra wide monitors. While they are not the most prevalent monitors on the planet, they are increasing in uh, in popularity mm-hmm. with the PC crowd. And the reason is because it it's the the display that takes away the need for a field of view scroll like uh, uh slider you don't need a field of view slider if the entire fucking thing is your field of view right so yeah because i mean unless you're playing in something like vr you, you don't have peripheral vision in games typically correct. yeah and i have noticed i noticed that well you've been while well, you've been playing on my system here or, or my uh, my monitor here like that's one of the things i've, I've looked over and noticed i'm like god dude it gives you an ultra wide so like uh, you you're at home you're you're playing on a standard 16 by 9 just like mine yeah. and it gives you and it gives you you know plenty of space to look at yeah but if you look at the difference like even when i was looking at on on my my tv versus that like you're you're looking at two to three inches on either side farther out not up and down but farther out than you normally would see and i'm like that's actually kind of helpful and i was i was just looking at it from a distance like man that's kind of crazy like how much it it actually gives you even 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 on a small monitor like a smaller monitor it looks like you're getting more to see because you are you're yeah. getting more in, the, in your peripheral than you than you normally would and you've got games that are are absolutely giving you an advantage with stuff like that with like diablo 4 yeah yeah and that's and that's one thing that uh that i showed you is like you know when when people were looking at it because diablo 4 has a different camera angle than diablo 3 does diablo yeah. 3 actually has a better camera angle than diablo 4 yeah. gives you more of a, of a of a field of view well diablo 4's camera angle prevents you from seeing as much and we noticed that even when we were when we were playing on normal on a 16 by 9 but then i saw a comparison of like this is what it looks like an ultra wide i was like holy shit like you see tons more just by having the ultra wide yeah like that's kind of it, it it could be considered an unfair advantage in some cases, especially if you were playing PVP, but right. it is what it is. And I think more and more developers need to start supporting it. So Bethesda, please support an ultra wide, especially in your game, because that's going to be super helpful for a lot of people playing your game. Even though it's a single player, they're going to love it. And I can't imagine how helpful that will be when you're flying a ship yeah. in third person and seeing the, sh- the, everything around you kind of basically. Right. Um, that's why that's part of the reason I typically, uh, when it comes to flying in any game, usually I'll look for the uh, chase camera. Right? Yeah, because I try can and, see try more and get stuff. it farther back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, games like No Man's Sky, I can't really do that because I need the HUD. Yeah, because <laughs> I need yeah. to know where the hell I'm going. So yeah. Um, speaking of like uh, the peripheral vision, I'm really curious because you know how I play uh, Forza at the bumper cam. I'm really curious how that looks. How the hell you do that still? I know. (laughs) I'm really curious how that looks on an ultra wide, and if I can actually see people next to me (laughs) at that point. Anyways, um, but I mean, if that game comes out and for some reason all it can do is 30 frames per second, even on PC, I'll still play it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's not. It's not going to stop me from 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 playing it. It's just one of those things. Like I'd prefer it. And we should say that 60 frames per second solid because <laughs> yeah that's the um, uh the issue that they said they were running into like yeah it can go higher and like but it's not consistent yeah they they couldn't get a consistent frame rate out of it and uh i think one of their big things is more likely frame times um when you're getting too much stutter 
it's exceedingly noticeable, especially yeah. at higher frame rates, yeah. because the second it stutters, it's instantaneous. Like, um, we've we we've talked about that with other games of like Jedi Survivor being Jedi the Survivor, most free, free, yeah. uh, recent. Yeah, when you when you're playing at 60 frames per second, and suddenly there's this sudden frame sudden frame drop, and you see the stutter happen. You don't miss it. You instantly see it, and it's jarring. Uh, so I can understand that absolutely. And uh, for the consoles, for them to make that for them to make that stipulation and to say we're not going to have the performance mode, we're not going to have the the quality mode. This is the quality we're setting. To me, there I don't have any problem with that because that to me says that the developers aware of aware of this is the vision that we have for it. This is what it needs to look like. This is the standard that we're setting for it. And it's going to be across the board. We're not going to worry about too much beyond that. And I'm sure yeah. it's going to look better on the Xbox Series X versus the S. Probably. But the the point is, listeners, that they're making sure that they're getting a relatively consistent experience across the board for the entire generation. Yeah. For that. On PC, that's going to be more that's going to be more reliant on whether or not they look at the community and go. There are plenty of people out there that have tons of high-end systems that are going to want to use everything we've got. And that's assuming anything's going to, when it comes to your hardware, if any of that's even going to matter, because we're kind of, at least I'm kind of theorizing that creation engine's just not capable of delivering 60 frames per second consistently, regardless. Well, you can, you can get 60 frames. I, I mean, in the old creation engine, you mm. absolutely could. I mean, it, it creates, you can get 120 frames per second easily. Uh, but that's the old creation engine and yeah, creation and engine two, probably what 32 times the detail now <laughs> <laughs> and creation engine two is, uh, you know, it's unless it's multiples of 16, then it's math number. It is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, in creation engine two, it's, it's a, revamp of the of the last one which of course we all know where 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 creation engine originally comes from yeah yeah, I, yeah my ass I, off at people I like know, oh it's I, a brand new yeah. engine i'm like no, no not even close. Not, not even close <laughs> um it's so it's it's going to be one of those things of like is it going to be limited based off of its own technology is it going to be limited based off of how far it can push your technology in a lot of cases listeners the things that you've been seeing are limitations like when you see limitations on frame rates or limitation on uh or, or problems with stuttering and stuff like that it's a lot of the times a limitation of the engine itself at that point you could have the most advanced system in the world and it can't push beyond a certain point because there's a certain point where the engine just can't do it yeah will we have that with creation engine 2 that's what miles is trying to get at yeah of is it going to have an issue because it's based off of older tech hopefully not Although uh, it was like halfway through the presentation, three quarters of the way through the presentation, I immediately had the thought of like, man, I can't wait to see the mod community get a hold of this. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's really that's really going to be the thing of like when when the mod community gets a hold of a Bethesda game, oh man, you're in for a treat. Yeah, that, that's one of my first thoughts every time they announce a, a Bethesda game is, God, I can't wait to see what the modders do with and it. Flying yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage through space. <laughs> command maying people in my spacesuit (laughs) (laughs) being able to turn your robot into data turning a robot into fisto (laughs) (laughs) but 
Yeah, I'm 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 really anticipating it. You know, I do have the 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 same kind of caveat of you is that it's Bethesda, right? Yeah, there's there's the, the like as much as I listeners as much as I want to be hyped for it. Like that's that's the thing. Like I I have to remind myself who I'm dealing with. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with a with a Ubisoft game. It's the same thing with anyone. Yeah. Uh, like I know what to expect from. Yeah, I, I know what to expect from these companies, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to buy it, but I'm fully prepared to bitch at myself for getting yeah. suckered in again. Yeah, yeah I mean, if, as if it stands if right now. If it's bad, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if it wasn't going on Game Pass, I would be inclined to buy it. Yeah, you know, yeah, even, and, that, and, that's, and that's exactly one. true. Like, e- yeah. Even as, as much as I'm trying to quell the my expectations of, of anything coming from them, based off of that presentation alone, it would still be enough for me to want to buy it. Now, am I going to pre-order it? No, I don't pre-order anything anymore. Right. Um, I've, I've learned my lessons. The only time I've ever, I've pre-ordered anything right now is because I get such a good freaking price on it yeah. that I'll that I'll pay for it. Because I, I I pre-ordered uh, Atlas, Atlas Fallen, Fallen because uh, you had snagged it. I was like, it all was, right, yeah, I'm not 40, gonna make you go through the it campaign. It was forty-five bucks. I was like, <laughs> it was forty-five bucks. It's a co-op game. I don't have to go through the campaign by myself. I was like, all right, it looks good enough to actually just play. And at forty-five dollars, I'm like, okay, it's forty-five bucks. I can I can do that. Yeah. Um. And it's true. That's true for for some games. Like if uh, you know, listeners, CD Keys is your friend. By the way, if uh, if you're looking for for CD good prices, Keys, G2A, Fanatical, Humble yeah. Bundle, use uh, them. <laughs> use them. Yeah. If you're a PC player, these these are your bread and butter. These these are the things that just, save you money. Just be mindful of who's selling you the key. Correct. Uh, G2A is independent sellers, and you have to go based off their their. Make rating. sure you look, yeah, look at your look at their ratings because it's the equivalent. Like at that point, you're, you're it's the equivalent of, of buying secondhand on yeah. Amazon's marketplace. Yeah, and and you also have to pay attention to uh, what it is exactly that you're buying because they not only sell Steam keys and stuff like that, they also sell Steam accounts. Which wow! So if you bought a game for its account, you're buying a a game an, an that account. you can only play off of one account. That's fucking weird. Like, yeah, I don't know the. See, that's why, and that's why I stay away from GTA. Sorry. Like, well, if it'll it'll plainly state. Oh, I know, but I, 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 because of the shit like that, I just don't go there. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Where, like, you you go for you go for where you can you can save your money. Yeah. And as gamers, like, we have to save our money. Especially the the systems we're playing on now, we have to save as much money as we can because the systems cost so fucking much. You have to be able to justify the the offset of the cost of one system by making sure that your games don't cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah, like uh, recently, I think Steam had a sale for uh, Dungeons Three. Yeah, right. And I always had fun with the Dungeons game to an extent, and uh, I can't remember what the sale was that they were had going on for it, but you could get everything for X amount of dollars. I want to say it was like eighteen bucks or something like that. And uh, I was like, oh, that's that's not bad. And I looked onto G2A. I got all of the Dungeons 3 content for eight, yeah. eight bucks. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, can't beat that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so other games that we're excited for, or at least I'm excited for, uh, Cyberpunk, the the new DLC update that I that I didn't think they were actually going to do because I, I could have sworn they said they were putting that on indefinite hold because of uh, other issues. But I guess they had decided that as a or as as I guess CD Projekt Red had decided as a company that they had better hold to their promises because of how much crap they had gotten to gotten before. I think what happened was they saw so Edge Runners came out on Netflix, which 
got a bunch of people to go back and buy the game. Yeah, or also was it. also was accompanied by a massive update to to their own systems. Right. But that's what I'm saying. So yeah. they went back and they fixed a ton of stuff after that with the uh, the Edge Runners update. And yeah. I think what they saw was, oh, people are still interested in this. Yeah. So people very much want to play in the world you've created. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still I think I've played through that game like six or seven times. It, it's a really fun game, even with its problems. Yeah. It's a very interesting world that they've made for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, even knowing that that game still has issues, I still play it a lot. So, yeah, I'm buying it. Yeah, and based based off of the previews that I've seen, based off of what other people have talked about, even Digital Foundry, about what they've said about the game, this will completely change Cyberpunk uh, from what it was. It, it won't ever, it will never be the game that they originally showed off. Listeners, you need, you need to get that through your head of the fact you're never going to get that specific promise. However, this is getting somewhat closer, and also this is also bringing in things that we never thought we'd see in it of creating more and more story driven content in the game. So, based off of what I understand, this completely changes kind of the the ending to the the entire game itself of either creating another avenue, another path. But yeah, because the, the that's one of the big questions is with it because you know, a lot of us with the ending that we typically got. We're no longer in Night City. Correct. Yeah. So, like, are we fighting our way back in? Do you have to start yeah. completely over? This is, <laughs> this is this is an update that's that looks good enough and looks intriguing enough. I mean, fucking Idris Elba's in it. Like, I know you shouldn't put a whole lot of star power into fucking anything in the game. Keanu Reeves, but, but and, Keanu Idris. Reeves and Idris Elba. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love both of these guys. I really I really want to see how that works in the game. I am willing to start over a new character entirely and start start from scratch to go through this to have that experience i mean all reality i've been waiting on a, a good deal to snag it for pc because i you know i've only went through it on most the, i've ever seen is 50 percent off yeah yeah that's the best i've seen so far as well yeah um which is probably as good as it's going to get yeah since they have with that this DLC coming, coming out, out i guarantee yeah. you this is the best yeah. you're going to get <laughs> so it's really just a matter of when i wouldn't be surprised if that price it. goes right back up to like 40 oh, 50 sure, bucks yeah. when yeah. it goes on sale um so yeah, but if my, I wait, they might actually do a combo thing with it too. So. They are. Uh, are they charging for the DLC? I can't. Rem- I, I, I believe couldn't so. find anything it's for it. Thirty bucks. Yeah. Okay, that's um, reasonable. Yeah, and I especially mean, if, for if how much content yeah, we're supposed they're to be do getting. A, if they're going to do a combo, they should absolutely do a sixty dollars combo for that. I could. I could absolutely see that. Fifty dollars would be a little more reasonable in my opinion, but. I could see a sixty dollar combo for hey, something like Lord that. Lord knows I got enough fucking games to to occupy myself yeah. waiting and, for a deal. Whether I given, do it or yeah, not is another given story. Given the size of this thing, <laughs> this this is easily adds on an entire other campaign to the game that we already have. So, uh, it's a it's one listeners. It's a big download, so make sure you have the space. Um, it's you know it's going to be. On on PC, it's going to be pretty. You know, it's going to be really demanding on PC if you want to run RT, especially if you're going to run RT. You're as much as I'm an I'm an AMD fan right now. If you're going to run RT, you're going to go you're going to go Nvidia because Nvidia has DLSS, and frankly, you cannot beat DLSS. Uh, it's just not possible. You're you're using AI to to fix everything that FSR cannot do. So. Uh, if you're going to, if you're wanting to RT, you're going to go, uh, you're going to go NVIDIA, but if you're going with, uh, you know, PC systems, stuff like that, you're going to want to be in this. Personally, I think you're going to want to be in nothing, nothing lower than the 5,000 series for a Radeon card. 
I would say 6,000 series, you're probably better off. So around the, uh, the GPUs that the guys are all, are all at, um, and you're going to be sitting pretty. Um, there are optimized settings you can get on there for now for current generation systems. Uh, I have an entire saved file, like saved, uh, settings for the guys. So if they ever, you know, want to jump into the game and want to know what the settings should be or the optimized settings for what they're playing at can be, I even use them on my own system, even though I have a, a much more powerful card, I still use them on that just to make sure that one, I don't want to, I, it doesn't need to be much better than what I currently have. And two, it just makes it run smoothly. So, uh, just be aware of that if you're when you're when you're wanting to get it on PC. If you're if this is the first time you're getting it on PC, do your research, look up other people's settings, what their optimizations for it, and understand what you're getting what you're getting out of that. Don't just throw it in and be like, I got a forty ninety. I'm going to go full balls out. Everything's high as it can be, and I'm going to do <laughs> RT Ultra and you know fucking uh, was it uh, RT or, or RT Overdrive. And uh, not turn on DLSS and think that I'm going to get, you know, more than 15 frames per second. <laughs> have you ever, by the way, have you ever seen uh, Cyberpunk running on, on full uh, Ultra with, with RT Overdrive on and no DLSS turned on? Uh-huh. It's like 14, 15 frames per second. It's hysterical. Like you just sit here, the guy turns and like a full second later, it actually happens. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that is so bad. <laughs> Like, how can you how can you play with that? And then like they'll turn on DLSS and DL like DLSS is a wonder. It uh, it's it's incredible how it works. But uh, there's obviously some 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 blur going on from uh, the amount of frames that it's that it's creating itself. But it does create a relatively smooth experience with a little bit of lag. Um, it's kind of cool and it's very pretty. Fuck, it's pretty to look at. But you know. If if you're if you're just in it for the prettiness, then you're playing the you're not playing the game for the right reasons, in my opinion. But yeah, that that DLC looks awesome. It looks like it's going to be a really cool story. It has to do with you know freaking the president's you know Air Force One goes down, all this stuff. I was like, God, man, it's it's freaking you know Escape from New York and uh, Escape from LA all over again. I'm like, this is going to be badass. I am yeah. looking forward to this. Um. Curious how the story, how much the story changes because of because of Idris Elba's character, yeah, because right? he's a he's a, a deep cover agent, right? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, you know, there's obviously going to be you know you're going to be double crossed and you know all that shit. I mean, it's, it, it's going to be really interesting to go through. I'm wondering if you're going to be able to go to the moon this time. Oh, to actually do the moon? Yeah, and mission? not just a cutscene. That'd scene. be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that. That'd be, I mean, doing doing that kind of stuff where it's such a dynamically changed ending, where like you go on the heist to the moon and stuff like that. Like that shit would be enough to just completely continue to replay yeah. over and over again. Like I want to play this because I want to do this ending. I want to play this because I want to do this ending. Instead of hearing about it the way the the way it currently ends and actually do it, that'd be badass. Um, well, I think next time I play, I'll definitely probably get the uh, the mod that fixes relationship options for like pan am <laughs> i already have it yeah yeah i was like really all this heavy flirting and you just like ah nah yeah like i don't want to play real life listeners listeners for, yeah. <laughs> listeners for, those, <laughs> for those of you who are on pc there are plenty of mods out there that fix that game tremendously so uh tons of quality of life improvements from the P- from the uh, pc modding game community community yeah and uh cd project red is all for it they they completely support their modders so, uh, Ubisoft, 
let's let's try and let's try and get that done as quickly as we can. Uh, listeners, like I said, there's there's shit tons of stuff we could you cover. We could go for hours. Just dance. We could go for hours. <laughs> but Ubisoft came out swinging, and they were swinging so hard. Really quick before I before I go into that, Xbox. Everyone's like Xbox came out swinging. I'm like it was okay. It was it was a good presentation. I will say it was a good presentation. I actually enjoyed it more. I think than I did the Sony one. Oh, absolutely. Um, because of even though we're not getting tons of gameplay on everything, the amount of announcements of the fact that they are definitely full, full, full steam ahead. We're still making games. We're still wanting to put out content. We're fully supporting game pass. And the fact that they had so many things announced for game pass was, was to me, I went, okay, you still deserve my money. You're not Netflix of gaming yet. Yeah. And when I, when I listeners, when I say Netflix of gaming yet, you're not a Netflix service. Like I'm going to use you for a month and dump you right away. They are still currently worth having month to month. So that, that to me was like, okay, this makes me excited to continue to have your service. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it stays that way with the quality. Yeah. Ubisoft comes in and it is not that way. <laughs> I'm like, listeners, I'm sorry if you're a Ubisoft fan, hats off to you. I'm glad you're still getting the games that you like. And I'm glad you're a Ubisoft fan. Used to be. Uh, <laughs> I have not been a Ubisoft, Ubisoft fan. I've been out of the Ubisoft fandom for two years now. Roughly. Uh, for me, it was after Odyssey. Yeah. Like, Odyssey, I, I enjoyed Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey, was, Odyssey was, was the last straw for me. But uh, Valhalla, when, I was reluctant to yeah, jump when, into. But. When, when Odyssey, so when, when I had my one, my bad experience with Odyssey, yeah. it was, it was the main, that was the main thing. But after Odyssey, that was the last straw. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with Ubisoft. I don't want to play their games anymore. I don't care about Far Cry. I don't care about anything they make. They make the same games over and over again, over again. They cannot make anything other than a Ubisoft open world game. Right. I fully expect that from everything they make, which includes, and I just hit my mic again, which includes the new Star Wars game, Outlaws. I'm not saying it doesn't look like it could be a fun universe to play in. I'm not saying that I don't like that, that the main character is bad or anything like that. I don't think really anybody said that. I think actually a lot of people were like, I like the look of her. She actually has a decent like it's, yeah. a, it's a decent look character. Yeah. Poorly animated in spots, especially with mouth movements. I don't understand why your NPCs have better mouth movements for their dialogue than hers. Um, because they actually were making the words uh, with their mouths, whereas she was not. Uh a lot of the times if you looked at her dialogue during that trailer, her mouth just kind of bobs up and down and it looks like a fucking puppet uh moving. That was a little disappointing for me. I expected a little bit more from a game that is supposed to be a Star Wars game. That's supposed to be, you know, a big major title for Ubisoft. First major X or uh, uh, Star Wars title to not be an EA title for a change. Ubisoft, you've, you guys have got the con. Let's see what happens. Let's hope you guys can do something good. And it's kind of mediocre in, 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 all, in all things. Yeah, I mean, I, there's 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 a lot of promise for the premise and everything. Yeah, like there, I'm I'm interested. I want to see more come out of it. But yeah, yeah it's 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 Ubisoft. So how is this going to be fucked up? Yeah, it's it took it took what I considered a relatively bland presentation. I mean, from the low action points of her swinging down to escape. I mean, what what kind of person does that and doesn't animate it? Of you jump to you jump to your escape point, which is at this point a rope you you tether and then 
in this case, she, she slowly stopped swinging and then, and then slowly drops down. I was like, that was annoying. That, that was to me, the equivalent of like, you did a Mario pole jump and landed on the pole and then as she went down, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. It should have been grab onto the rope, swing out, land on your speeder bike and take off like a bat out of hell. Like it should have been full action at that point. And I was so like let down like, really, you're going to take the time to stop swinging and slowly lower yourself. This is fucking retarded. Well, I mean, especially since it's Ubisoft, they have Assassin's Creed, like almost nobody has done parkour system parkour better than they have. (laughs) Right. Almost. You you have a parkour system. Use it. What the the hell was this? The only ones I would argue have a better parkour system that I can think of offhand was dying light. Yeah. Ubisoft, get uh, just just a heads up. If you ever if you ever hear that, if anybody ever hears this, that's working on on Outlaws, change that scene so that she jumps out, swings out on anything, pull anything, and instantly swings out, kicks off, lands on a lands on the speeder bike, and takes off like a bat out of hell. That scene should be all go, yeah. not not oh I gotta wait and and hope to God they don't catch up to me and start shooting my ass while I'm trying to get down this thing. Yeah. Cause that didn't make any freaking sense. Or just snag the slack from the rope, like right towards the end. So you, yeah, fast. Yeah. It should, it should be quick. Like yeah. there should be some kind of feeling of urgency, not, and not what we got. They're even making it a point with the, their, uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage to kind of go back to that sort of sped yeah. up system of, of parkour. Yeah. Yeah. Give it, give us, give us something that we kind of should expect from yeah. an action title. And, uh, you know, Overall, though, I think the character design is just fine. I think she yeah. she she looks great. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a character that looks like not not just like looks looks wise, but she looks great. Like overall, it has the the feel and aesthetic of somebody who's a smuggler yeah. of somebody who it's a protagonist. Lo- I wouldn't yeah, follow. It's a it's a protagonist that looks more like the uh, what's it called uh, the antihero mm. of this is a person that's that's entrenched in breaking the law and does this for money. <laughs> whether it's for the empire or against the empire we don't know i'm i i'm willing to say within five seconds it's going to be oh you're fighting for the for the rebellion it's obviously going to happen because it's a star wars game and apparently no one knows how to tell a story of just somebody who's a smuggler in the star wars universe or just a person trying to survive in a world of shit and chaos right but Regardless, it looks like it's a lot of the stuff looks like it's it's well made. It looks like the the uh, the flight mechanics work well. I laughed my ass off at the amount of people calling it a seamless a seamless seamless transition. transition. No, that's not a seamless transition. A seamless transition. A yeah, a seamless transition. For those of you who don't know, is when you get into the the ship and it flies up and you literally see it transition from sky an open sky where there's no clouds because that's cloud cover does not exist all the way up to the atmosphere that that's that's not how any planet works yeah. <laughs> there is a point where a cloud cannot reach you should have seen this this transition of like okay you're seeing sky to now no nope it's turning into space it's now black you're now in space it should have been an actual if you want to see an actual transition that's how that would work yeah. This was not, this was clearly using cloud cover and stuff like that to mask loading, which is fine. Yeah. That's how they want to do it. Just don't call it seamless. It's yeah. not seamless. <laughs> That's not how that works. Uh, so they go and in, they go into space. They, they, they have this, you know, cool space battle. TIE fighters going through it and, uh, you know, trying to get the hell out of there. They have a cute, you know, cute little companion with her. Uh, 
kind of gave me the 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 feeling of like okay you guys are trying to trying to take the whole like baby yoda route a little bit with a cute character a cute yeah. side character everybody likes a like a, a fun little so yeah yeah accomplice han had <laughs> han had chewy i'm just yeah. saying han had han had a fucking had a fucking wookie yeah and it, cal no, has nothing nothing cute about that cal has his bot you know what i mean yeah but, but what I'm saying is, 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 is that the, they're trying to do the whole, like you have a cute side, side character, ah, the merchandise side character. Yeah, yeah. The merchandise character. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. A Wookiee's not a merchandise character. Han had the better character. In my opinion, Wookiees are badasses. <laughs> I would rather have her have a badass companion than having the dog, but the dog's cute. What are you talking Whatever. about? She's got dollar store. Kyle Katarn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the, when i first watched that trailer i went oh kyle Kata- oh no never mind <laughs> i got really excited and i was like maybe they're finally bringing him into canon and then i was like oh, i don't care about what i was a little disappointed that her droid is not voiced by uh alan tiddick uh <laughs> i kind of hoped it would just because even even though it wouldn't be the same personality or the same robot it would be nice to see that that that's a consistent voice used for for those robots um, but they're not used. They're not used that way in in uh, Jedi, so it's it's fine. Um, Gunplay seemed like it was all right. Uh, downside was whoever they had do the uh, the the intro for that was terrible at it. They sat there and shot at nothing for yeah. Half of uh, it. Shot over shot over people's shoulders. There was one point where they were literally shooting a box for like eight shots. Yeah, I'm I'm probably exaggerating, listeners, but but it it felt a lot more than it should have been. Yeah. Um, it was the equivalent of watching Loach play a, uh, you know, uh, yeah, or was it a Evil Within? Yeah, and just shooting over everybody's shoulders. Um, the guys it's not, direct, it's guys, not a fifty guys, cal. You don't draw yeah, circles, right? Guys directly in front of you, shooting all the way around them. Yeah. Um, it wasn't quite that 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 bad because she she at least it was hiding behind a box, but at the same time. They were just shooting the box. They weren't yeah. shooting the character. There was no like it, it comes suppressing across. fire. The character was literally above the box when yeah. they were shooting, and they were shooting the boxes. Yeah, it comes across the character. somebody that just doesn't know how to how to play the game. Yeah, yeah. But now, um, overall, level design looked it looked good. I mean, Ubisoft knows how to make open worlds, and this should be something that they're good at. You oh. would expect that from a from a game that's being made by them and Star Wars, right? Although I do wonder if you can get just fucking completely sideswiped walking across a road by a fucking speeder. By a speeder, that'd be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. You died. Um, Shit. <laughs> I'm hoping for I'm hoping for a game that's going to have uh, good set pieces, a lot of locations. Um, I'm hoping for a bit of a bit of a bit more open world design in some areas, but not expecting it because it seems like it's it seems like it's going to be a very much a uh, linear story. Um, compared to other uh, other Ubisoft games, now if it's an open world Ubisoft game, you got to be really careful with this because listeners, Ubisoft is known for bloating the, their the typical bloat that they go into their games of. All right, you have a territory that's controlled by by a group. You have to take over that territory. How do you take it over? Well, you take over their forts. You take over their forts. Once you take over their forts, then you have the main boss fi- boss fight. Once you take over the main the, the main boss. Now that area is yours. It doesn't matter if the area is yours. Bad guys will show up regardless. This is every Ubisoft open world game ever. Yep. Since they've since they since the Far Cry Three implementation of open world Ubisoftness, this is every game that they make that's open world. 
That includes the newer Assassin's Creed. And it's the older not, ones didn't used to do this. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a bad system. It's just, it's trite. It's boring at this point. Yeah. It's the same thing over and over again, and you're essentially playing the same game. Yeah. And that gets boring. Yeah, just different different skin. Um, so. sometimes it's, it's fine if you're expecting it. It's not if you're looking for something new. Yeah. Uh, and so... That that's that's just that's just my my one point out of like it's a keep in mind it's a Ubisoft game, so it could go two directions. It could go this is something you really unique they've never made before, or it could go this is something that is exactly like everything they've made before. Like what is going to happen with the Avatar game? Yeah, so basically it's something new or Far Cry with a Star Wars skin. Yeah, and that's what Far that's what that's what uh. Sorry, that's what uh, Avatar is going to be. Our Avatar is going to be a Far Cry game in an Avatar setting. That's it. Yeah. Like, listeners, if you if you buy Avatar two and you're not expecting that, and you are disappointed by the fact that that's exactly what you get, that's on you. Uh, that is exactly what that game will be. It will be a Far Cry game in an Avatar setting. It looks like they, they even showed. They, yeah, they <laughs> even showed. They even like it, visually, it looked fine to me. At parts. It, it, the environments looked really pretty. It looked like they had some, some pretty good design there. It looked like, you know, obviously from James Cameron, uh, from, from the avatar films and his designers. So hard, hard to go wrong when you have a template, right? Mm. However, there's the fact of, it looks like the exact same gameplay that we've gotten in other games. It looks nothing. It looks nothing even close to even partially the uniqueness that was in the original avatar game, yeah, which still had some of that, some of that far cryness in there. But it was a lot more unique than what I think we're getting now. I think what you're going to get now is the based off of their own their own descriptions of you take over a base, it gets reclaimed by nature. Now it's yours. Uh, you're going to have the big boss fight to take over the area, and once it's all claimed, then you're going to see nature reclaiming that area. And now it's you know the Navi can control it. Whereas and you're going to just have to do that over and over and over again until you can get to the final boss fight, which is going to be the same thing that you've gotten from every from every ubisoft open world yeah the combat looks just lame as shit to me um yeah you know, like there was nothing, nothing special there yeah nothing yeah. special there you know let you line up a shot on an incoming you know uh whatever the they they call them the the, the helos or whatever yeah uh a helo clearly sees you doesn't engage you have like five ten seconds to take your shot yeah. and you you down it in one hit i'm like come Really? There also seemed to be a direct contrast of like the amount of detail going into the environment and how good and, and to me how good that looked versus gameplay. The, the gameplay and the characters. They looked like uh, none I shouldn't say a generational gap. It looked like more of like you had characters taken from an older engine thrown into a newer engine. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or you know, what you what you used to kind of expect to see from games that modeled themselves after movies yeah yeah You're like all right this is a little b budget yeah you know? uh it it all it had the it had the yeah it had that kind of striking resemblance of like this is kind of what we used to get uh mixed in with i don't know uh the best best way i can explain it uh vis- like the the visual look for me is uh like looking at Resident Evil, like the, the you remember the Resident Evil remakes, the the original ones on the GameCube, where you had you have these high high uh, resolution renders of the environments, right? Yeah. And then you throw the characters in there. Well, the characters look better than they ever have before. It's that contrast of 
you have a clearly digital representation or di- digital character being rendered in real time yeah. versus a environment that is pre-rendered that is much higher resolution than what you're looking at. Yeah. And that's kind of how it felt with this of you have this really high res resolution of an environment with a character thrown in on top of it. And I was like, Hmm, doesn't, it doesn't mesh well to me. It's, it's, it, it's just something I noticed whether or not that'll actually mean anything for anybody playing it. Who knows? It's a, it's a licensed game. Licensed games are rarely good. Maybe this will end up surprising the shit out of me and people will be like, it's so amazing. You have to play it, you know, like Tron. Oh, wait, with, that was a shit game <laughs> with its uh, reverse speed lines for flight. Yeah, I couldn't believe that shit. When you pointed that out, I was yeah. like, the speed lines are going the wrong direction. Like, really? Yeah. Like, Miles, yeah, sure Miles had been enough. watching it and he, he fucking goes back and watches like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They took the, the, when you speed up on the flight. And listeners, if you if you don't believe me, go back and watch speed it. Speed lines go that way. <laughs> the speed lines are going with you. They're going forward, not back. So that that means you're 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 flying backwards, right? Well, the the you're not flying backwards. What the fuck is going on? The speed lines are backwards. So, oops, it's the planet. It's <laughs> rotating in that direction. You're just hovering. Must be those mystical magnetic mountains that we keep hearing about causing that, right? They affect the wind magnets um yeah so uh that was that was kind of a a, a lame duck uh, presentation overall from ubisoft in my opinion yeah even uh, even their assassin's I, creed mirage like it's based they, off a character you guys don't even like yeah it's based off a character that i've not heard a single person be positive actually towards. excited to play as yeah. that had that knows who it is yeah right i hear people they're like oh yeah i can't wait to play it like, did you play Valhalla? No, no. But like, the thing yeah. that they're looking, and that's the thing is they're, they're really banking on. We're going to get back the old Assassin's Creed crowd who don't know anything about this character, who just want to play an old school Assassin's Creed game. Yeah. And that's what they're banking on. We're going to get back the older crowd and the newer crowd still have Valhalla because we've made so much fucking bloatware for that, that they'll just be playing that for years. Yeah. Cause on, I mean, in all reality, a, a, an actual Assassin's Creed game, I would yeah. love to play. Yeah, you know, it used to be one of my favorite franchises of all time. Yeah, but, and I actually, and I actually, if I knew nothing about this character, if I didn't know anything that Miles and, and Anderson had told me about this character, I would probably be on board with this one. Yeah, and the setting, like we've already done the Middle East. Yeah, you know th- that was the very first game. Yeah, right? it's very reminiscent of uh, Constantinople in Assassin's Creed Three. I, I was comparing it more to uh, uh, the first game with Altair. Yeah, you know, I can see the, that too. The Holy Lands. Um, and stuff it's, like I that. mean, it's it's all it's all still kind of you know the same same look, same yeah. kind of architecture. You're you're yeah. I mean, it, you know, we we pointed this out while we were watching. Is like there's a lot of reused assets in here. Oh yeah, that look directly from the older games. Yeah, like so, what all did you guys actually put into it? Yeah, and. The, it, this was another situation where they had somebody playing it that I don't think truly understood how to play an Assassin's Creed game. That's usually the case with yeah. their games. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they probably don't have testers. That's why they do all these uh, open betas. Well, we know they don't have any testers <laughs> for for uh, Skull and Bones because yeah. none of us are playing it. So. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how many times they offer it to me. But uh, um, it, it, none of the, like I said, it's going closer to true to form. But in that same token, there's also no new life being breathed into it. Yeah. 
You know, there's nothing to, you know, make it, hey, yeah, we're going back to the old formula, but we're we're amping it up a little bit. You know, we're making it so that it's not a game from a dozen years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I hope it's good for the people that are really looking forward to it, but I have no interest in playing this character or in this setting. Yeah, and if uh, if you were watching the uh, Ubisoft presentation, you noticed the main theme for it was Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, and Assassin's Creed. Because half the fucking thing was made up of nothing but Assassin's Creed games. And Ubisoft, there's a point where you guys just, like, you're you're overusing the franchise. You've yeah. made, you're making an Assassin's Creed survival horror game. You're making an Assassin's Creed mobile game. You're making an Assassin's Creed open world game. You're making an assassin or not open world game, a, a MMO. You're making an Assassin's Creed, you know, which is basically just a games as a service game. Uh, you're making an Assassin's Creed uh, a side scroller, I think, is one of the ones they were talking about too. It wouldn't surprise me. I don't. I don't remember because um, um, they've done that before. Yeah. Uh, but I know the like, one at, that at this point was, you guys like at this point you've taken a franchise and now it's just it's it's a it's a, it's hanging on by a thread, guys. The one that uh, uh, most people, in my opinion, were were waiting for was Red, which is the Japan feudal Japan. Which we That's didn't get anything game. on. That's a mole game. No, no, the Jade is the Jade's the mole, the mole game. game. Okay. Unless I'm swapping those around, but I, I think that's correct. I don't think either. I don't think either one of them are for PC. Uh, the, as far as I know, they haven't really released any details for the Japan one. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, and you know, they they briefly covered Skull and Bones. Still didn't give a shit. Um, or something else that they they showed off that, Prince of uh, Persia that's not Prince of Persia. Yeah, Prince of Persia. Main character's not even Persian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they do go out of their way to say yeah, you're you're not the prince I'm like that's great, but like you said, call it something else. Call it something else. The guy yeah. the, the the character if you made a game with him, the character clearly deserved his own his own game. He he deserves his own franchise at that point. Yeah, if it's not if it's not a Prince of Persia super overused oh, as God, of yeah. like it the was, past few years. Like yeah. every every not every that's that's very hyperbolic, but a lot of times you get the same looking protagonist in movies, shows, games. Yeah, just like sim- similar tra- similar traits, similar attitude. Yeah, like very very similar look. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like I was like you guys like they they didn't really help their case with the fact that they they also had you know the hip hop playing. I'm like God man, can you guys be any more cliche? Yeah, with this shit. Well, they've they've never been good about selecting tracks for trailers or anything like that yeah still the worst was the movie (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean you know i there was people that are excited for the prince persia uh game and it looks like a decent side scroller but i probably won't waste my time with it personally Yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm sorry. I'm really quick. I was trying to find the uh, the uh, project or the uh, code name Red, hmm. and find out what platform it's for. The only thing, yeah, the only thing they've revealed so far, and this is this is as of last week or two weeks ago. Sorry, um, is future is is the is a future Ubisoft open world RPG. That's it. Yeah, that's all they've said. Yeah, it's supposed to be feudal Japan. Yeah, which you guys are fucking late. Um, 
Yeah, people have been asking for that one for quite some time. They've been asking for it since the first Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and no. Fuck you guys. You don't know what you're talking about, what you're asking for. And if it fails, then Ubisoft's going to be like, Ta, we told you, you were, we're right. Nobody cared about it. Well, no, nobody cares about it now. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've already gotten a Feudal Japan game. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> and listeners, if you're one of those people who are like, uh, oh, you know, Origins was the best one out of the series and you haven't played anything prior to that. Your opinion means fuck all. Pretty much. <laughs> you need to go back and at least at least play the Ezio collection. I put I put your opinion on that franchise into the same category as anybody who tells me that they love Transformers, but they have never ever seen any of uh Gen One. And and don't like Gen One. If you say that, then your your opinion means fuck all to me. Because <laughs> I've known people like that. They're like, I love the Michael Bay Transformers. Did you did you watch any of Gen One? No. Okay. <laughs> that's 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 about as far as that conversation goes. Not saying you can't be a fan. Just saying your opinion doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the it's the same thing. It's the same thing as the 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 Halo uh, Five and Halo Infinite fans. Yep. Did you did you play Halo one through three? Did you play Halo uh ODST? Or Reach. Did you play Reach? Or Mass no. Effect with Andromeda? Yeah. You're like, yeah. did you it's play the through thing. the original trilogy? No. No. But then you then haven't you, played Mass Effect. Yeah. Then your your opinion <laughs> means fuck all. Yeah. To be fair. Your opinion fair, wouldn't yeah. matter to me anyways. But <laughs> it means even less now. I respect you enough to actually acknowledge your opinion. No, it's it's one of those things like that's that's the same thing is like it, and then people call like people like to call that gatekeeping from fans. It's not gatekeeping. It just means your opinion means less to them because you haven't been a fan as long as they have. You're not as cultured. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have an argument based off of your own knowledge because your knowledge is fuck all. Yeah. So Hence, hence why people just completely discount your opinion on it. It doesn't mean you can't still like the game. You can still like the game as much as you want. It just means that your opinion will have no, no bearing on whether or not they'll like it or what they think about it. Does that make sense? You can't have a, you can't have a tete-on-tete you know, conversation of back and forth because your knowledge doesn't go far enough back to have that conversation. Yeah. So... You know, uh, it, it's like somebody who likes, you know, uh, fantastic, fantastic beasts, but never read Harry Potter <laughs> or watched the original Harry Potters. Yeah. You go, well, what is your opinion then? Right. <laughs> your opinion's based off of a very small amount compared to what somebody else's knowledge might be. Or, you know, if you like rings of power, but not oh the Hobbit yeah. nerd of the rings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't like the Hobbit, but you like rings of power. Yeah. Dude, Nerd of the Rings, I got to call you out on that one, man. Yeah. Like, fucking Christ. It's smoking that you, fucking Amazon crack. Yeah, you, you are, you are, you are really, really, oh, I get it. You need money. Everybody <laughs> needs money, and I respect that. But don't try to pass it off like that's a genuine opinion yeah. at that point. Yeah, I like, mean, I can't trust your opinion on that for fuck all because, and I, and I know I keep saying fuck all because it's fun to say, but I can't, I can't, I can't trust your opinion, right? Because you, you were literally making money from Amazon 
promoting the crap out of rings of power while telling people that you liked rings of power, but you didn't like the Hobbit. Yeah. Like I get it. Sometimes you got to lick some balls for a paycheck, but like tell people, Hey, I'm getting paid for this opinion right now. Yeah. If you were being sponsored by new line cinema or uh, Peter Jackson, would you not like the Hobbit then? Yeah. Cause I got a feeling your opinion would drastically change immediately. Hey, not hey. saying you're a sellout. I'm just saying we, we understand you like sponsorships. We get it. Yeah, I've made the statement before. If we, if well, I enjoy if, a lot if, of his content, but I can't I got, trust his opinion. If I got on it. paid a reasonable amount to, to have a certain opinion on something, I'd probably do it, but you would know. that's not my honest opinion (laughs) i'd make sure that you knew this is sponsored content it's great wink wink yeah stroke (laughs) yeah yeah i i i really like his content i like a lot of the stuff that he comes up especially his what ifs for Uh, lord of the rings after after his review for golem i i I stopped i couldn't do it anymore but his his review for for rings of power was the end for me uh and then when you told me when you told me his review for Gollum, i was like god dude seriously some some standards come on ring of power Gollum. ring of power <laughs> yeah ring of power Gollum. yeah or no no lord of lord of ring Gollum. it was something stupid something like stupid that. yeah it was really dumb yeah oh it's just it's just an okay game seven out of ten let's that's not just an okay game <laughs> yeah, seven out of ten. That would be good. good. <laughs> uh, let's let's talk about rating scale really quick. One is terrible, yeah. awful, worst game you've ever played. Yeah, and for two, a lot of people, that is an absolutely a fucking one. Two is still really close. Yeah. Three, bad game. Four, still bad game. Still bad game. Not good game. <laughs> Not good. Five, mediocre. Meh. Ro- middle of the road. It's. It's not okay. It's not bad. It just is what it is. It's something that you could play if you literally have nothing else to do. That includes going out and doing lawn work. <laughs> Six. It's okay. Average. It's okay. Yeah, it's average. It, it'll keep you entertained if you have nothing else to play. This is all right. Seven. Good. Yep. That's a good game. Eight. It's a really good game. Nine. Very, very good game. Right. That's excellent. Yeah. Ten. This game is fucking perfect. <laughs> Must play. Must play. <laughs> Cannot miss. Have yeah. to play this game. Uh, now, ten does actually doesn't actually mean perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect game. We've already no. explained that. However, people who give tens know and are aware of that. Most people who see tens think that oh, it's a perfect game. There's not going to be any issues. It'll be absolutely perfect. I'll, I'll yeah. never have a problem with this game. Never have any bugs. Borderlands 2. For me, it's a 10. Yeah. I fucking loved that game. I played the shit out of it. Yeah. And for me, I recommended Borderlands it 2, to fucking so many people. Yeah. Borderlands 2 for me, it's an 8. Yeah. That should tell you guys where, like, where our rating skills kind of set. Like, we're, we're very different gamers from each person to the next. We actually do play a lot of different games from one another. Does that change the fact that we know how to recommend games to one another? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, there's we plenty all- of times I watch or play something, I'm like, this is great, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are tons of tons of tons of games. Oh, like so that. you mean the majority of my Steam library? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this. Nobody else. I know nobody one, else though. will. Yeah, it's a yeah, you know, and, and it's completely a different experience. Of it's it's also a very different experience if you know that a game is co op as well. That yeah. you know a game can be a lot more fun because it's co op. Yeah, Borderlands a, two co Borderlands two co op. Yeah, that's a nine. Yeah, yeah. 
it's very good. It's a gr- it's a good co-op game. It's fun to play in co-op. Uh, is, is it more fun than the actual game? Yes, a lot more fun than the actual game. Why? Because you get to play with other people and you get to have retarded antics and do stupid shit. Yeah. And get away with it. And it's fun. That 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 makes a game better. Anytime you can have co-op, it's way better. El, El, Elder Scrolls. Would I recommend that to anyone in the group outside of if it has co-op and you can play seamless co-op with it now with a mod? No. Mean no. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Sorry, I said Elder Scrolls, didn't I? Yeah. I fucking hate that. I do that every fucking time. <laughs> I do that. I do that all the time. It's like Elder Scrolls is a, like a solid recommendation. Yeah, you should. <laughs> if you haven't played it, yeah, it's absolutely worth going through. <laughs> Either of them. You should just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong all the time. That's me right now. Yeah, I do that all the time. Don't know why. Well, I know why. I just don't like doing it. Pisses me off because then I fucking yeah, I had myself. no real interest in playing uh, Elden Ring until I had heard about the the seamless co-op, the seamless co-op. Yeah. I'm like, which okay. we still which we still need to try out. Yeah, and give it you know give it a shot, see what it can do. But yeah, I got to go download that mod. Yeah. So when when listeners just to put I'm, the reason I'm bringing that up is because uh, there are plenty of times where people make ratings and and they take them like this is absolute 100 percent the only good game ever made or they they get pissed off at reviewers because they don't share the same opinion as them. Yeah. When Miles brings up like uh, Nerd of the Rings and is bringing up his opinion on him. The only reason he's given it he's he's given it shit is because of the inconsistency of what we see as quality versus what we see as not quality. Yeah. So that means that when he sees that guy's reviews, because of his reviews he's given, that means him personally, not everyone else, but him personally, he cannot trust his reviews. Yeah. It's the same way for me on other reviewers. There are certain reviewers I trust, there are other reviews I don't. There are, no, there are reviewers that I know are going to have a completely different opinion than me on some games versus what I will think. Uh, key. Skill up. I love his reviews. I think he does great job. He does a great job overall. Yeah. However, when it comes to destiny content, I do not trust his reviews for shit. Why? Because he sees destiny as one of the greatest games he's ever played. He loves it. Yeah. He's a huge fan. He's aware of it, though. And he puts that in his reviews and says he knows that he's going to see this very differently from a lot of other people. Now, unfortunately, a lot of the times with his reviews, he has to tell people, I might be the outlier. Uh, You just uh, brought one up today with uh, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy came out. It's getting great reviews from lots of people. He's not one of them. He does not recommend that game at all. And he tells you at the very beginning that he is going to be an outlier, that he is going to be the odd man out. And that you should not get mad at him just because he has a different opinion than you. But even but then, he needs you to hear it so that you are aware of the of what he saw as these are the problems I saw with the game. If you are like me, you will have the same issues. If you're not like me and you and you love this franchise, regardless of any of the things that I said, this might be a good game for you. Right. But even then, the devs came out and said this is going to be very different from our normal final fantasy yeah, games it's an action rpg title it's not a it's not a typical you know and and it's when i say action rpg it's more closely related to games like god of war at this point with its combat system on how it's working now it's it's instantaneous there's no real str- there's not a lot of strategy strategy going on you're not facing off against enemies that are like this enemy is made of fire i have to use ice 
it, there, there's never that you could use fire against the enemy and it still beats it. it doesn't make any sense if anything in final fantasy it should be healing it but it doesn't instead it still it still defeats it so does that make sense from a final fantasy from an older school final fantasy player no 100 zero no gameplay wise it still looked fun though but it's yeah and that's the thing it still looks fun as gameplay i'm still looking at it and going I might actually play this eventually. Yeah. Cause this looks like it could be fun. I had the same thought. Cause you know, I, I went and watched some reviews on it and basically everybody said the, the same thing. They're like, look, it's not your typical final fantasy. If you're an old school fan, yeah. they're going to do some things that annoy you, but it's still fun. Yeah. And I looked at that and went, uh, it's in my maybe pile. Yeah. I could, I could give it a shot. Yeah. If it goes on sale, I might grab it at some point. It won't. If, if I were, if I were a final fantasy seven, final fantasy 14, final fantasy 15 fan, would this be a game that I'd be looking at and going, this looks just as good as those based off of his input? Probably not. I'd probably be going, well, it's not exactly the, the typical Final Fantasy. I don't know if I'd really be into this. So it's good to have those counter arguments. It's good to have those 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 outliers, even even from from gamers that you trust that you might not totally agree with. Sometimes it's good to hear that opinion because eh, you're you're hearing somebody else saying eh, it might not be good. Now, listeners, give, given that saying that like not every review you're going to like from me or you're going to hear from me is going to be something you're going to like to hear because a lot of times I will call a game trash and leave it at that. Like <laughs> I'm not going to give you a major explanation. It's just garbage. Yeah. It is to me. And a lot of people don't appreciate that. That's fine. I don't really care <laughs> if you don't appreciate that. It's just my opinion. I think the biggest you know? thing that uh, dissuades me from final fantasy 16 is the latest gameplay I watched. And it was doing a lot of the dialogue for the main character. And I was like, it's it's one of those voices where they feel like they're trying too fucking hard. Right? I get that, yeah. It just, like like it's like you're watching an old school anime. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, or, ah, this or, is gonna get really fucking annoying really fast. Yeah. Or uh, you know, or in my case, Attack on Titan. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Was it better than the uh, the laugh scene from Final Fantasy X? Yeah. Okay. But I mean, that doesn't happen throughout the entire game. I'm pretty sure this protagonist has you know the same voice probably the entire game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I've heard I've heard a lot of good things. Yeah. But the design of the character looks fucking awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, that's almost always the case though for Final Fantasy. Yeah, games. I wouldn't have gone with face tattoo, but hey, you know, yeah. teach their own. But there's lots of characters that have face tattoos, and I think it's probably just part of the culture. Um, it's not as bad as the Starfield face tattoo. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> the Cthulhu pussy mustache. Yeah, that was fucking weird. <laughs> pussy mustachio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but but I mean, it 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 looks like it could be entertaining. It'd be enough for me to actually want to try it out. Um, trying to think of anything else. Uh, Diablo four came out. It's getting rave reviews from lots of people. People love it. They say it's a great campaign. It's got a full campaign. Awesome for anybody who bought it. I'm happy that you got something good. Hopefully if you're upset over it, which I've heard there's a lot of gamers upset over it, but I was hearing their complaints and it sounded like the most trite bullshit. Not, not like I've heard people complaining about the microtransactions. Totally hear you on that. And I think calling out the microtransactions absolutely should be done. Yeah, $20 for a skin. Fuck yeah, you. that's fucking retarded. <laughs> the stuff that I don't get is people complaining about, like, people are talking about the season, like the, the seasonal content, the, the, um, your seasonal characters, like that, that kind of stuff. And they're like, this has never happened in a Diablo game before. And I went, 
Yes, it has. And in fact, they had it the, the, for, for a large majority of, of Diablo 3's existence. What are you guys talking about? And the, the weird, like, there's just some weird like, complaints in it, like people t- claiming that they've played Diablo the entire, the entire franchise. And that they've never experienced any of this stuff in the game before. And I'm like, it's the same mechanics that were in Diablo three. It's just online all the time. Like it's, this isn't new. This isn't new stuff. These aren't new. These aren't brand new ways of doing things. The only thing that's really new is that's coming in is the season pass. And that hasn't activated yet. So we'll see how that works. If that ends up being a, a broken system, then yeah, I'll hear you out. If it's, if it's a, you know, pay to win mechanic in there okay yeah we can have a conversation for that but so far what they're what they're bringing up is nothing burgers like this is this has been the way that diablo has been for quite some time in fact the newer diablo 2 that came in when they started having their own seasonal stuff uh brought into that uh with the uh the remake yeah yeah that's that's the same it's not different what are you guys complaining about i'm really confused by this um, I watched an entire video on it and this guy breaks it down and like talks about how, yeah, this is not new. Like he explains how the, the, the times that these, these things have happened, but they have an entire like Twitter, like just posts endless of people complaining about these things and talking about how, oh, the mainstream players are going to quit because of these mechanics. I'm like the mystery mainstream characters have been playing this since Diablo three they're used to it. They know that this, this exists. You're not going to lose any players for this. I'm like the only people, the only people that, that legitimately can complain about this are people that never knew any of this stuff existed in the, in the previous franchise and just don't like the way it works. Okay. That that's okay. This game wasn't really made for you in the begin with. And I understand that in this case, Diablo kind of got you with a, or blizzard got you with a, a gotcha mechanic. Because you don't know it, you don't know this actually existed in the first place, and you bought into the campaign of what Diablo meant to you. You bought into KFC. <laughs> you you saw that and went, "I've never played a Diablo game. This looks like fun. I'll play it." You're not enjoying it. It's not a game for you then. Yeah. Welcome to how the rest of us play games. Of this isn't a game for me. I have to leave this because you didn't have a demo or you didn't play the demo and didn't and didn't actually know what you were getting into. Well, that's kind of on you in, in all reality. It sucks, but it's kind of on you. It might be a waste of your money. It is what it is. So I felt sort of with the, uh, the stories of the guys losing their hardcore characters. Yeah. I'm like, look, you knew what you were getting yourself into when you selected a hardcore character. I was like, but yeah, I get it. It sucks. <laughs> you selected a hardcore character. You knew that this game was online all the time. You know that the internet cannot be reliable all the time. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, Bethesda should have their systems worked out 100. Yeah. percent Is this happening mass across they, the entire gamer base? They should. They should definitely have a system in place where you that don't can do lose recovery. your hardcore character view uh, via a disconnect. Yeah. There know? should be some sort of recovery. Yeah. Or a load screen. Like you, there's, you shouldn't die during loading. Yeah. Plain and simple. But. Can't get mad about losing a hardcore character. There's, there's when you nothing. Sign there's up for no, that to begin with. There's <laughs> nothing in there. There's nothing in their system that says that your hardcore character can't be backed up from a certain point. Uh, I would say that at certain levels, they should do their hardcore characters of it. 
you know, at level 50, level 80, those things should be kind of saved in case this happens. And it could say as a penalty, unfortunately, you lose your progress to this point. Okay. If, if that's, if that's a system they have to implement, that's a system they have to implement. That's far better than losing your entire character, right? I think that any hardcore player would take that over any, over having nothing. Now, will that actually be implemented? Don't know. But you knew getting it again, like Miles said, you knew this going into it. And you they knew all, this was a possibility. Yeah. You should not expect anything less. And they always give you the, uh, the warning when you select hardcore, like, this character dies, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. This character dies, it's gone. That yeah. includes a disconnect. If your internet fails, if your power goes out, it's gone. There was no, you know, recovery for this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if I ever get Diablo 4, I'm not, there's not even a point in me trying to do a hardcore character. No, have zero desire, <laughs> have, have zero desire to, have zero desire to continue to play even, I don't even have a desire to play seasons. The only time I would have a desire to play the game is just, I want to go through the story. Yeah. I want to go through the story. I want to experience that. That'll be the extent of it. I'm not going to have this turn into the next destiny for me. Yeah. I mean, we, we had our fun with the, uh, the open beta, you know, and, and, and running through with our necromancers. Cause that's just the default. Yeah. But just wasn't enough to sell any of us on the game. I wouldn't have bought it anyways. Yeah. I mean, like, but uh, you know, you, like what like we said before you guys were free to make any of your choices obviously you're grown-ass people <laughs> i wasn't gonna look down on you for buying a game because i think that's fucking ridiculous even if, even if from, from the shittiest company on the planet yeah you you bought it because you wanted to play the game i get it does does that make you an evil person would that make any of you guys an evil person i don't know yeah. i mean josiah is already pretty evil but still yeah, it's, like, it's it's not something. Like yeah, if you it's drink not something light. You know, I'm not going to judge you for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to judge you for. I'm going to judge. I'm going to judge your taste in beer. Yeah, but. that's exactly. It. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> ne- I'm never going to take you uh, take you for a recommendation for a beer. Yeah, but I don't give a shit. But what I you don't drink. give a shit what you drink. Yeah, yeah. It's it doesn't change. It doesn't change any of that. It's not a. It's not that big a deal. So, uh, yeah. It, it, are we? Are you know? Are we going to probably pick up the game eventually when it has like a sale? Maybe. Maybe. If they patch out the uh, constant internet connection, that's never going away. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm not buying it. Yeah, because I told my uh, yeah. one of my buddies bought it, and he he just finished it the other day, and he's like, "Dude, you need to get this." I'm like, "There's only two ways that I'm going to get this: if somebody buys it for me, or it goes on a massive sale." Yeah, yeah. They're they're never getting rid of the internet connection thing. Oh, that, I know. That's, that's going to be a requirement for the entire existence of it because it is literally designed to become the next destiny. Yeah. Well. I mean, shit, they tried to do that with uh two with the the remaster mm-hmm. they tried to make it online all the time yeah it like, didn't work yeah eventually they had eventually they had to do the it, it doesn't have to be online all the time um but you couldn't have a hardcore character you couldn't have uh couldn't have the uh the seasonal stuff if yeah. you if you played offline personally i think that's what they should go to with this yeah i mean yeah. that's that's more I'd, than fair so. i'd be there's, fine with that i have no desire to play hardcore and uh i'm probably going to play through on like three characters and then yeah yeah the, the only reason i've ever had to play on a hardcore character was to get more experience and more points to climb the seasonal ladder faster yeah that was it yeah um but yeah uh it sounds like it's been a been a good experience for the most part for a lot of people a lot of it's getting really good reviews yeah hopefully it's a good game hopefully it's worth you guys money if it's not worth your money then that's a problem for you Cause that sucks. 
Uh, we've all been there. It sucks when you spend money on a game that you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, Miles and I watched uh, Evil Dead Rise. Did you go over in, uh, Nintendo? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll 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 hold off on the Evil Dead Rise then, I guess. We'll wait until we actually listeners next week. We'll or next time we do a podcast, we'll do one on uh, all anime and entertainment. Just talk about you know all the shit we've been watching, and and we'll give you guys your thoughts on it. Uh, so Nintendo had their direct. It was it was okay. It wasn't you know there was a lot of stuff I skipped that didn't really care. Yeah, but um, I mean for 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 the few hits that they definitely had in there. Yeah, it was a good direct. Uh, Mario Brothers Wonder, a drug fueled. <laughs> side scrolling uh, you know mario game that sounds like it's going to be a blast it yeah, looked like it, looks it was fun really yeah. interesting uh if you don't know why i'm saying it's drug fueled watch that again and just think about like it, it's it's mario chasing the dragon yeah um the only thing it's missing is a literal dragon in it yeah it's like they uh took the writing staff and said hey what would happen if you wrote a a mario game but you did a couple hits of salvia first fucking lsd <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's it's kind of bonkers um so that that looks worth my money uh super mario uh rpg uh remaster i am 100 percent buying that yeah. because it was impossible to get your hands on here in america yeah. for the longest time yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I am. I'm getting Wonder. I'm getting Mario RPG. Uh, I want Luigi's the, Mansion the Luigi, Luigi's Mansion uh, remake. Um, yeah, it it all those are all good things. Yeah, yeah, the, these are good things, Nintendo. So thank you. Um, I'm probably going to be picking up uh, Pikmin one and two. I always wanted to play those games, but this is the first Nintendo console I ever played. I, I was hoping that they were going to be remastering them. Yeah, or they're just supposed to be like HD versions. I'm like, oh, that's that's fine, I guess. Yeah, they still like pretty good, yeah. pretty good gameplay. So. Yeah, they've yeah. actually aged pretty well. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm actually look. I don't know how good it's going to be cause just because Nintendo. You never know if, how how handholdy it's going to wind up being anymore. Yeah. Like, is this actually going to be a game, or is this going to be a hey, let's guide you through this experience? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I I am kind of looking forward to four. I might use my voucher on that because I still have one voucher left. Yeah. But. Um, if you're looking for listeners, if you're looking for a good deal, you can buy the uh, Nintendo vouchers. That's the the two games for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, they do count towards Mario wonder, uh, the, uh, uh, Mario RPG. They count towards Pikmin four. They count towards, uh, uh, tears of the kingdom. I, that, that's a, that's a good deal. You're, you're getting a, a discounted price on two games. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's how I got tears of the king. Yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, I have vouchers to use. It's, it's better than looking for a sale from Nintendo because that rarely never rarely ever happens. So yeah. you're, you're immediately getting games for less with that. So it's a good deal. Nintendo's got a good thing going with that. Yeah, they're coming out with DLC for, uh, the latest Mario rabbits game, uh, which I still haven't completed. Still not as good as the previous iteration, but yeah, yeah, I might get it just to complete the experience. Yeah, sure. but their biggest announcement was easily the MarioWare. Uh, the WarioWare. Oh, the WarioWare, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, that, God, the amount of people who were losing their shit over that, I mean, it's literally shovelware. It's literally a shovelware game, and people were losing their shit over it. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with the world today? Yeah. Super Mario Wonder is, you know, him on fucking LSD, and WarioWare is black tar heroin. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Um. Yeah. So 
uh, it, yeah, overall it was a, it was a pretty decent direct. Wasn't really excited for, for some of the stuff like the Pokemon didn't really care. Um, it's yeah. a new expansion. I I'm pretty sure Pokemon is just dead to me now. That's fair. Um, cause they, they did the same thing again. Oh no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna paywall anything. But if you buy our DLC, then you'll have access to these Pokemon that we technically didn't paywall, but we kind of did. Yeah. So that, and I don't know if they ever fixed any of the bugs from when the game first came out, but yeah. like I said, watching the game struggle to maintain 30 FPS was kind of my, uh, yeah, it wasn't very well optimized um, for their system. And that's kind of ridiculous considering it's a fucking first party title. Yeah, I, I really wish they would give uh, the Pokemon license to someone else that actually cares. That's fair. Because Game Freak has said that they don't like working on those games anymore. But they, they don't give the license to anyone else, but they don't want to do it. But they so. don't want to do it, yeah. We're stuck with this. Yeah. But uh, anything else to, to cover this week? Or can we call it? Got over two oh. hours, so. And I got to go, go uh, pick up food. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know, other than reviews and movies and shit, and yeah, we can always do that yeah. time. Listeners, next time we'll uh, we'll cover movies and uh, entertainment, and uh, you know, basically uh, reviews for uh, what we think about uh, films, anime, especially anime, because we have a lot to cover there. Uh, we'll be doing that next time. So, hope you guys have a great time and uh, and uh, week. You know, we hope you have a great Fourth of July. Happy birthday to America, the greatest country that has ever existed, in my opinion. Uh, tell your friends about us. It's literally the only way we get around. We have no social media presence, as evident by our downloads. <laughs> so, this is Vargo. This is Josiah. And Miles. Keep on geeking on. We're out.